soccer. <laughs> no respect, because, uh, you know. Uh, I tell you. You know, the girls have got to take a shower. Just make your way through it. No respect. The ladybugs, huh? Ladybugs, huh? <laughs> Looks what, good on you, though. What if he mm. What if he actually deserved no respect? No, I think he did, yeah. yeah he did yeah. He did deserve he, he definitely did. He definitely did. Ladybug, ladybugs. I watched Back to not. Future, or Back to Future, oh. not the back, back, back to Future. Back to School. Back, <laughs> back to School. Back to School. Back to School. Hope that I don't look like a fool. Uh, how... Is well, oh, back to school is that right? Yeah. I get that confused with summer school. That's the one with a young Robert Downey Jr. and his uh, original teeth. Is he? Yeah. When I think of the young, he's the Robert, weird. He's the weird best friend. Of my uh, young Robert Downey Jr. touchstone is Weird Science. Was he in that? Yeah, he's one of the. Um, he's not one of the main two. No, he's like the jerky guys that they're kind of trying to. Uh, okay. Trying to make friends with. All right. I don't even remember him in that. He's not in it very much. I remember the series more than the movie of Weird Science. Who is in the series? Uh, Vanessa Angel was was the the uh, you know Weird Science lady. Yeah, was um, she was also yeah. <laughs> in she was also in Kingpin. Remember that movie? <clears throat> I remember Kingpin. Woody Harrelson and Dennis not Dennis Quaid Randy Quaid. I feel like Kingpin doesn't get uh, does Kingpin not get brought up much? I don't know. I think I think it's a cult classic. I remember I it being funny. A lot I don't of people like it. I don't it. hear it spoken of very often. But Vanessa Angel, yeah, that was, I don't was, know. I I can't picture Vanessa Angel to save my life. Uh, I mean, she kind of looks a little bit like. Uh, oh shoot, the name was just in my head. You know, from the original Austin Powers, we talked about her on yes, an episode. I know who you're what, talking what's about. What's her name? <clears throat> I can't. Lovely British woman. Yes. On uh, the spot, I can. Brown hair. Is it brown hair? Gosh she's darn, blonde. she's attractive. What is her name? Gosh, dang it. Uh, uh, oh, well, we'll figure it out. Elizabeth Hurley came to me. Oh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley, yeah. I think I was thinking of the second movie. You were thinking of uh, Heather Graham? I was thinking of Heather. I was thinking yeah, of Heather the old, Graham. The old was, Graham cracker. Heather Graham was a nice, a nice treat in that movie as well. And then Beyonce in the third one. That Austin Powers, he know how to pick a partner. Is that Beyonce? Yeah, Beyonce's in wow. the third one. Her name's like Foxy, Foxy something or other. Oh, you know. I uh, and she, she going, had a big old afro. It's like a big deal that they got her to be in uh, Lion King now. Yeah, I mean, I think the Lion King is going to be good. The character's name was Lisa. Lisa? Yes, Lisa. Yeah. Okay. So they just took on as the uh, they they continued the story of Word Science in a TV show form. Yeah, more or less. It was their wacky adventures. Yeah. Favreau is doing the Lion King or not? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Favreau is doing the Lion King. Favreau can do, do no wrong. I just saw Favreau today. Oh? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, know. wait, that's right. You went and saw... Wait, by the way, uh, everybody, welcome to Late to the Party with Travis Tate. Howdy. Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. It's so thanks good to coming. have you all here today. Yeah, thanks Thanks for coming. So you, there's, just, there's room on my lap if you need a place to sit down. Uh, an ample lap. Yep. Uh, I'm just, uh, Tell was, me what you want for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, just brought up IMDb and your your buddy Peter Parker and uh, I can't remember and Ray Mysterio are on the page. Ray Mysterio Jr. <laughs> oh, I wish someone had called him that in the movie. I assume that no one says take old get old Ray Mysterio out of here. <laughs> I don't know if I he's forget a, what a famous enough wrestler. <clears throat> in the wrestling community, he's quite famous, but his real name? 
the the, the character Mysterio, not really oh. Mysterio. I can't remember his real name either. <laughs> Darn it all the heck. It doesn't matter. I usually remember it's a like lot of Drake those. or Drac or Drake something. is Drake is Mysterio. Is that what I'm hearing? I don't know. I hear, it's not Gyllenhaal important. out. Drake in as Mysterio. It's it's not important. Oh, were you thinking of his real like the actor's name? No, I, I thought you were Jake, talking about the I know character's it's Jake name. Gyllenhaal. Okay, I know that the Prince of Persia is uh, the Prince of Persia was there indeed. Was yeah. there? Not his sister Maggie though. Time. Maggie was nowhere to be seen. Mm, Maggie's Maggie's on that HBO show that I uh, the the no. I don't know what the, she's up to. Is it Vice? It might be called Vice. I can't, I can't remember. She's busy taking Katie Holmes's place in movies. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Katie? I haven't seen I Katie don't know. Holmes in a while. Uh, I, maybe is Jamie st- Foxx just... Is she still married to Tom Cruise? No. I think she's with I Jamie Foxx. I have no Fox, idea. I don't actually. know what the Tom Cruise Rolodex is like. I believe she's with Jamie Foxx. Okay. Yeah. Sure, why not? She traded for his uh, co-star in... What was that movie called? Not Paycheck. Paycheck was Mel Gibson. Are you talking about Collateral? Collateral, yeah. Have you seen Collateral? No, I, I just know that they really were both in like it. really like Collateral. Hang on. It's hang a Michael on. Mann movie. Uh-oh, 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 oh no, oh, oh, oh. Oh, I held it. He held okay. it inside. That's I dangerous. It. I held it. Oh. It's going to, you know, <sighs> you don't want to get a backfire. I don't even, I don't know where they, that was even coming from. Uh, Collateral is really good in that it is one of the few, if not only, movies where Tom Cruise is the villain. Mm, and he has gray hair. And he's got the salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Yeah. No, I... If you have a chance, avail yourself of Collateral. I, I really like that movie. You know what? Mm-hmm. You really like uh, trying to get me to watch Collateral. I don't think you should ah, push it. <laughs> salt and pepper. That was a long way to go for a salt and pepper reference. Well. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Yeah, you having fun? He's out there with the people. Yeah? Make sure you he's tip your waitress. You. It's just one of us. So you saw the the Spider Man Far From Home. Yes, I went and saw that today. I got I got yeah, done you, early you at got work. Done and, and cooked over here. Yeah, it was it was really, really good. It's probably probably my favorite Spider Man movie at least. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. It's big, big Spider Man two was pretty f- awesome. Big shoes to fill. Spider Man two I With old Doc Ock. Have you watched Spider Man two recently? Mm, not for a while. I, you know, I have met really good memories of it. I don't think it would be bad, but I wonder if it would kind of feel a little bit aged watching it now. It's got Joey Diaz in it. Where is, where is Coco at? He's one of the people on the train. You know what? I think I did know that. I think I remember yeah. him. <laughs> is he like the guy that she, is he like, he goes, hey, the, the guy's a hero. Or, no, he says something like, you'll have to go through us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, Donnell Rollins was in one of them. I think the first one. He goes, "Hey, Spider Man stole that guy's pizza." Yeah, <laughs> that was him. And JB Smoove is in this one. What movie were we just talking about before we recorded about that? It's not a, not a bad movie. It just if oh, was oh, you watched the, the Fifth f- Element? The Fifth Element. You yeah. watched the Fifth Element and it didn't really land with you. And I, I think maybe it was all right. It was okay. <clears throat> I think maybe it. it's a movie because uh, we talked about the the. The big like martial arts fight with Lilu that yeah. I remember at the time seeing it being like, wow, this is amazing. Oh my God, look at these, look at this Kung Fu <laughs> fight. This is amazing. And I watched it a year or two ago and was like, this seems slow. And <laughs> all you can see is guys in rubber suits kind of dancing around the background to make it look like there's actually <laughs> stuff. 
It, it's one of those fights where it's, she gets to fight one-on-one and then a bunch of guys dance around in the background waiting for their turn. I just want them to digitally remove Chris Tucker from the movie, and then it's probably a way better movie. I, I love the, the movie Friday so much that I'm kind of immune to Chris Tucker. I like him in Friday. I even like him in the Rush Hour movies, but I did not. He was way over-the-top obnoxious in The Fifth Element. Yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna necessarily disagree with you. It just he, he doesn't bug me, and it just because it was just so much screaming and then repeating. Uh, what was the character's name? Yeah, over and over and over and I was like, all right, stop saying that. Stop saying that. Also, the blue lady singing seems very corny now, and like the 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 big head tail is very obviously like an inflated rubber kind of thing. Like she'll. She'll move in some ways, and it like almost folds in on itself. It's funny because I recognize that the clip of the blue blue lady singing is something they always would show in like when Blu-ray first started yeah. coming out. Yeah, they would show that in their little Blu-ray trailer, and I guess because she's blue, that's the imagination that people in Hollywood have. Do you think we Jack, need somebody blue? Do you think Jack Nicholson basically coasts by on like every small theater for their like? You're watching. You know, Henrik Theaters, and every single time you have one of those, they'll do the "Here's Johnny" in there somewhere. <laughs> right? Do you think he just makes billions off of that because every theater, every theater chain needs to so. throw that in their little? I hope so because apparently he was quite tortured. Him and uh, oh, yeah. olive oil making that. Uh, Shelley yeah, Duvall Shelley, making Shelley that Duvall. Movie. That boy, man, I've I've heard a few stories about like that movie, uh, The Abyss, um, just. It's kind of disturbing that 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 was probably to some degree still is, but I think that the the actors probably have more wiggle room to say, "Hey, mm-hmm. we're being abused on this set." Right. But that was something that up until recently they would go like, you know, it's. Uh, you, you, I'm, I'm imagining you haven't seen the movie Whiplash, right? With our buddy Just Kidding Simmons. Uh, no, I didn't see that one actually. Uh, the no. premise of that is a kid wants to learn to do uh, to do jazz, drums, and he slaps him around a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah I and know that. There, there is. I don't know if it gets really even solved in the movies. There's kind of a sense of, you know, like this is it, if we want to make an amazing artist, we have to break them. Yeah, and I think that that was a, a accepted thing for a while. That like 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 uh, you know on um, the Shining. Of, I'm gonna I'm gonna break these people, but look at the performances I'm getting. Or maybe, <clears throat> maybe that's the, uh, maybe the people doing that to people just are trying to justify their terrible behavior. Yeah, and they've got some sort of mental um, issues where think, they need to dominate people. I think Tarantino, I've heard, can be a little bit like that mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Uh, Ed Harris, too. Ed Harris, outright punched James Cameron, from what I understand, <laughs> on the set of The Abyss. Because good for him. Uh, I, I I believe just about everybody who was working on that that show, every actor on that show, almost drowned at some point. Wow, <clears throat> that's a bit much for so, for a movie. So hey, be nice to actors. Yeah, they're fine. They're just people too. Uh, so Spider Man Far From Home. <laughs> did did anybody look like they drowned in the Hydro Man? Uh, no, no, not really. Spider Man went into the water at one point, but. I think everybody else stayed pretty dry. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was a really fun movie. I don't want to spoil anything in it. There's some big surprises if you stay to the very end. Yeah, there is a big... I have been weirdly uh, okay with being spoiled on stuff from this movie, and there is a there's a pretty great thing. Mm-hmm. 
Indeed. a pretty great thing coming. Indeed. And then there's a thing at the end that, like the very last uh, surprise scene after all the credits, I have no idea where they're going with that, but it looks like it's a pretty big scale. Yeah. So uh, it could be really cool uh, heading into phase four. So we'll yeah, see. I'm, I'm interested. I, I Maybe I'm just not paying good enough attention, but from what I, I know, it doesn't seem like there's anything slated in the... In the near future, which is very unmarvel. I will spoil two things about this movie. Oh. It's not plot spoilers, though. Oh. One, the specials are in this movie. The band. So that's fun. Did did Rudy receive a message in this film? Did Rudy? I don't know. Can he fail? I don't know. Okay. We'll, we'll find out. And then there's Wait, a... Did you skank your way out of the theater? <laughs> I thought about it. And then if, you, if you're waiting for uh, Peter Parker and MJ to finally, finally, you know, have that moment, may or may not happen. Just oh, telling you. You spoiled it that they might or it might not happen? Yep. yep. Travis, we're going to have to cut that out. I don't want to completely spoil it, but it, <laughs> might, it may or may not happen. Okay. Uh, and something, if, you, if your tendency is to cry in that kind of moment, you may or may not cry. Something that I get curious about with movies <clears throat> like this... Uh, do the costume changes feel reason? Do, do they feel justified? You mean like Spider Man's ten different costumes that he wears in this movie? Well, that's because <laughs> every every Avengers movie, every Avengers movie, all of the characters have different costumes, and that's I mean that's marketing, right? You know, Captain America. If you're looking, I was like, well, that's the Captain America suit, but you'll. You know, if you look at it, it's like, oh, the the pauldrons are a little different or, you know, the stripes are a little different or right. something like that. And that's a lot of ways like, well, we need to be able to sell an Avengers Endgame version of Captain America. There's a plot reason <clears throat> for the fact that Spider-Man wears possibly five different costumes really? in this movie. Wow. But, yeah, there, there's plot reasons for it. Because I know uh, he has like a suit that's got more black to it in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he that they, they've shown the stealth suit. Um, I assume he's wearing the Iron Spider one a little bit in it. Uh, just a little bit at the very beginning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a character uh, named the the Night Monkey in it. That's <laughs> okay. Okay. Watch for that. All right. It's I'm it's a fun, it's a fun gag that kind of comes and goes throughout the movie. So good. Okay. There's some fun stuff. It, it is a fun movie. A lot of it takes place in Europe. I love watching like Rick Steves Europe and stuff like that. So just seeing like they go to they go to Venice, they go to uh, Prague. There's all sorts of really, uh, you know, London. All sorts of really cool. Any backgrounds and stuff. Any baguette cameos? I don't remember seeing a baguette. No, I don't know if they actually. This they didn't make seem, it to France. This doesn't seem. Oh, they didn't. They were supposed to go to Paris, but something happened. They didn't okay, make it. Because my to next Paris. question was going to be: Is that do they make it to the Eiffel Tower? Because if you're doing a movie in France, I guess you got to go that way. Or it's it's and mentioned. Le- Travis. Well, no, that that would be Italy. Lean Tower Pisa is Italy, correct? But they're not in Pisa. Okay, they're well, I was in just Venice. Gonna, like man. A gag where Spider-Man straightens leaning. We haven't had a good straightening of the Leaning Tower of Pisa gag in a movie for a while. You kind of get that gag, but not with the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Okay. Because uh, what was that? One of the Superman movies, they have that where... Is it Zod comes and straightens it? I think that is in the Richard Donner cut. I Where he straightens it. Or no, he knocks it the other way. And then Superman comes and... 
I thought Zod straight. I, I don't even think that's in the Donner cut. I there's think guy, I saw that when I was a kid that Zod straight. There's a guy selling uh, souvenirs, right? Yes, and he like starts throwing them on the yeah, ground. Yeah, when something. it gets fixed, he throws them like, on the ground. And, are they and, like clay pot ones or something like yeah, that? And he's breaking yeah. them. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, speaking they, of weird cuts, Favreau. real quick, my son bought the Rogue <clears throat> cut of uh, Days of Future Past. I'm going to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen it, so... Well, you'll have to let me know. But Spider-Man, Far From Home. It's really good. Go see it. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but I kind of want to spoil everything. Have but you, it's really good. You haven't gone... You haven't happened to go see the uh, the Endgame with the extra stuff, right? No, I have not. I am to understand they have an extra scene with Hulk, and it's not, it's not finished? Uh, my son saw it, and I asked him what was different, and he said there's a scene at the very end with the Hulk. And he wouldn't tell me what was going on. I saw some stuff. Someone had said, someone just said, here's what's at the end. And when they were talking about that Hulk scene, they're like, it's not finished. His mouth doesn't move. Hmm. Like they have this, you know, scene that's kind of setting up a little bit of where Hulk's been. But it's like the the special effects aren't even done. So I don't know. That's kind of. Eh, that's kind of hink, isn't if it? If that's what you're selling. Yeah. If that's what you're selling the re-release with. Yeah. And that's the only thing. I don't know. I guess I don't. I think there's like a tribute to Tony and. There's a tribute to Tony, which is kind of silly, but there's a big Cap. tribute to uh, Stanley. <laughs> there's well. a there's a tribute to Tony and Cap and uh, Black Widow and Vision and Spider Man, and it's funny. <laughs> what? It's funny. <laughs> in in Endgame? No, in Spider Man: Far From Home. Oh. It's funny. Huh. <laughs> Just it, it's meant to be. It's meant to be like. Heartfelt, but how they do it is funny. Huh. I guess I'll have to see that. Well, um, it's at the very beginning of the movie. You, you, you can't miss it unless you're getting popcorn. If you're in get, line getting popcorn, you might miss it. Okay. So ditch the popcorn. Watch the movie. They, they haven't established whether Cap is still around, right? No, they did in Endgame. He's just old. Remember? But he's, he's still there, but old, right? Right. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's old in that time. Oh, they do. They do talk about uh, in Far From Home the fact that uh, you know these kids are all the same age five years later. Oh, so they do. That's cool that they dip into that. And there's one kid going, "My little brother's older than me now." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So they show. This isn't a spoiler, but uh, they show the the kids disappearing at the high school during a basketball game, and or. Uh, the, the band actually was on, on the basketball court playing and everybody starts to, you know, disappear at the snap. And then suddenly uh, they show them reappearing and a basketball game is happening and the players are running into the marching band that wasn't there one second ago. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a weird precedent to set because one of the things I thought about is at the end of uh, Infinity War, the after credits thing is... Uh, Nick Fury stumbling around in New York and there is a plane going down. Yeah. So that, that denotes that like several people just showed up in the middle of the air. Yeah. And that's, uh, <laughs> that's not, it's a little disturbing. Know. Yeah. I honestly don't know how you, how you sort that out, how they come back. If, if you reappeared the in place, the same but, spot, that's, that's pretty crazy. But unfortunately, probably if you were in a plane and that plane's not there anymore. Yeah. I guess if you're really lucky, you just appeared on another plane. Well, that's lucky. 
That's why they keep the same flight paths, just for occasions like that. Well, it gets into weird things of when people talk about time travel in particular is it also is, you know, you show up, you could just show up in space, right? I guess so. The Earth isn't in the same position, so if you show up in the same Ooh, position, yeah, you show true. up in the middle of space. That's true. I never thought about that. That would suck. Unless you were in a spacesuit. Well, yes, saw, that certainly would help. Speaking of spacesuits, I also saw Dark Phoenix this weekend. Yeah, you did. And you know what, everybody? I liked it. Everybody's crapping on it, saying it's terrible. I don't know why. I liked it. I had fun. There's a train fight in there that is as good as any action scene in any Marvel movie. And I thought it was probably... I like uh, Days of Future Past a lot, X2 a lot, and then probably Dark Phoenix as far as if I'm ranking X-Men movies. No kidding. Yeah, probably number three. Huh. Wow. So I really had fun with it. It's got really good actors in it. I mean, some of the younger characters aren't the greatest actors, but that's fine. Well, I mean, they they definitely have, you know, it's Fastbender, right? You got Fastbender, you got McAvoy, you got Jessica Chastain, you got Jennifer Lawrence. They're all amazing actors. So I guess it, it it's hard to get around that some of the characters that maybe in earlier movies that you grew to have an attachment to, they got some younger kids and didn't necessarily establish them as much more than just someone who's in a costume that looks the way they're supposed to look. Does that No, I mean they all those characters were established in the last movie. It's not like they just threw Nightcrawler, Storm, uh Jean Grey and Cyclops, they were all in the last movie. Oh, so it's no, not I mean, like they just threw I mean them they're in. I mean they're in there but they um, But they're the team now. Yeah. That's the team. Beast is still around, and uh, Raven is still around. So what is what is like? Let's say Cyclops. Like, what's Scott's deal? He's pro- he's probably learning to become the leader. He's not quite the leader of the X Men yet, but he's he's getting there because the leader right at that point is Beast and uh, uh, Raven. Mystique, yeah, Mystique. Yeah. So they're the they're the leaders. They can't they can't still be acting like it loops into the. No, they. I think they've taught, movies, kind they? of actually gone quite far away from that. Actually, yeah, yeah. Very weird. I don't know when they looped I, it. I don't. In I don't Days even know what to past. say about that stuff because once once they hit Days of Future Past, they were very much going like, oh no, these are these these feed into one another. Yeah, and then they went away with that. So maybe maybe they just think people don't think about it, or maybe they created a second timeline. I don't know. Now they're saying that the Marvel movies have a second timeline. We don't have that. That Cap created a second timeline when he went back because that first timeline already existed. And then he went back and created another one where he started a a life with Peggy. So I don't know if that's going to be a whole other branch off. I don't know what they're doing. I wonder. I really wonder. It's like I have to go to college just to keep track of these movies. I really wonder if old Chris Evans will be showing up any in the phase four is just like a kind of a Nick Fury ish figure. It could be. And the Russo brothers actually were hinting it. They're hoping, you know, a few years go by and maybe they can say, hey, Chris, let's do another cat movie and it'll take place in like the 40s or 50s. Yeah. I was also really curious, and don't don't make any sudden face movements. I was curious if uh, stone face, if like um, digital digital Tony Stark would maybe show up in Far From Home somewhere, but no, he's he's in there with flashbacks, but 
That that's about it, yeah. But he is a very heavy presence in the movie. The whole movie basically is about uh, you know, Peter Parker's mentor being gone. Yeah. And the legacy that Yeah, the the commercials have kind of pushed that a little right. bit. Right. So it's a very Iron Man heavy movie. Happy Hogan's in it a lot. That's good. I like so, I I just like Favreau having something to do. Uh Pepper Potts isn't in it at all, but but yeah, Happy's in there, and you know the. I I hope that John Favreau will be an ongoing commodity in these, just because. I hope so too. I think he, especially with Peter, I think he's a fun like where RDJ was like the father figure. I think mm-hmm. uh, John Favreau is a good uncle figure. Yeah, and there's a. I mean, maybe he'll become more than an uncle. Yeah, I mean, you know, his bank competition. They, they hint, no, they hint in the in the trailer. I'm not giving anything Look, away. Look, man, that, you gotta. That he's very, very much interested in Aunt May. You gotta know. You've gotta know that at, at Tony's funeral, there was happy. You know, at, at least at some point during the funeral, Happy Hogan was like, "I've, I definitely have my shot now." Well, I mean, he was married to Pepper by that point. Hey been married for he's five a millionaire years. he's a billionaire playboy you know uh i think he got that out of his system though. he's gonna you get know? around you know he saved he saved the universe that's true that is very true he you tell was me you saved the you saved the universe and you know you're not gonna go to your wife and say look i saved the look man <laughs> civil war happened that was was it civil or no it was was it age of ultron was it age of ultron or civil war where he was the one that like his main thing was about I flew into space. I'm the one who took the missile up there. I know you guys were fighting back in New York, but I was the one who took the missile right. up there. <laughs> you think he's not going to fool around on Pepper? I hope not. He I pulled the he missile card. He pulled the missile card on the Avengers. I think that's why they went into the woods. That's you think he's not going to pull the snap card on Pepper? Maybe. They call it something different in this movie. They call it the blip. The blip? They don't say the snap. Weird. <laughs> they call it the blip of people reappearing. <clears throat> so it's post a post-blip world. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess. And apparently Aunt May did disappear. Like, what I heard was she did not uh, get blipped in the snap, but apparently she did. Because hmm. her whole cause in the, in the movie is... Uh, She's started a foundation for people that uh, were displaced because their apartments went up for rent for five years, and somebody else was living there when they I, reappeared. I'm kind of glad. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that they're not just leaving that behind. But man, that no, there's several loose ends as far they, as that's concerned. It, that it feels like they could go on for so up. long about all the crazy loose ends of what would what happens in a post snap world. You definitely see repercussions for that. Like, there's kids that they knew that were five years younger than them, and now they're in the same grade as them. They were, like, kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. And now they're the same age. Do you think it had to be a snap? It could have been a... It could have been a twerk. Crackle or a a pop. Like, do you think you could just raise an (laughs) eyebrow and get what you want? I don't know. That's a good question. Did it have to... Could have been... Like, just What if it was a clap? A clap? clap? Yeah. Then they would have been talking about the clap. You know, somebody somebody disappeared after could have the had clap. Thanos pull his finger and it could have, we're living in a post toot world. <laughs> pull my finger. I am. Could you could you come over here? here Gassy. You're like I am, and Thanos looks down. And he's doing the circle thing on his leg. He goes, "All right, two for flinching." 
pop, pop, Iron Man. The next Everyone time I back. feel a big one brewing, I'm going to say, I am inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone in your family just turns to dust. <laughs> <clears throat> the dusting. The crop dusting. Oh. So I, I watched them. You went and saw two modern movies. I went and saw... Yeah. I went and saw uh, the Fresh in the Theaters film, uh, Psycho 2. Psycho 2. I told you last week I wanted to watch Jason X, and uh, it was not any on the five or six streaming services that mm-hmm. I have available to me, and I am not, I, I'm not going to pay, f- I'm not even going to pay four bucks just to watch it once. I'll have to see if I have that one. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm going to try and get, I still. Hey man, you want to know? You want to know what a dad I am? I still want to know. Of course, I want to know. I still do Netflix discs. So do I. So I've had Rocky two and three for about four months. Yeah, I'm terrible with it. <laughs> I Rocky the Rocky movies are coming on uh, Hulu in July, and I've still got the, the discs <laughs> on Netflix. I um, I think I I we we talked about it. Uh, I had Kong Skull Island and I misplaced it, <laughs> and I had it for the better part of a year. Well, that's and a good then, one uh, to hang on to. That was a know, good one. And then I was pretty good. I watched Equalizer 1 real fast. Equalizer 2, I got a little lazy about. Equalizer. Is that the one with Christian Bale? No, those were the ones with Denzel Washington. That was Washington. Equilibrium. Sorry. Equilibrium is, yes, that's the one that you're thinking about. I always yeah. get those confused. Equilibrium, I think, is Equilibrium the Gun Kata movie? I've never seen it. I've just, like, it's been in the, the zeitgeist, I so I know I think Equilibrium is the Gun Kata movie. That is a movie that... Definitely, if you saw it when it came out, you thought it was cool, and <laughs> I think I would probably, I would probably turn into uh, Endgame dust from the embarrassment of watching it now. <laughs> they have a form of kung fu that they call gun kata in it. It's gun kata. Gun. I think it's called gun kata. So is it like they're using guns to kung fu? It's 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 like you you know how is Mar- it like the curving bullets? No, no, it, it, it's not that. What was that movie? Uh, I can't remember. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. I don't remember what it was called. That was based on a comic book. That had Jan- James McAvoy in it yes, too, it did. right? That yeah. that was, was based shooter? on a shooter, not 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 shooter. Something no, like you're, that. you're killing me here. Every time yeah. you say it, I get further away from it. <laughs> but uh, no, it's like you know, you know how in kung fu there's like moves, like there's a fluidity to knowing these moves. Yes, it's not just a matter of you're you're learning of how to punch I well. Know. You know this. Yeah, you know this. So gunkata is like you shoot people, but there's kind of there's kind of martial arts moves to <laughs> the moving your arms around your head and shooting people. I kind of want to see that now. Well, uh, I know I have access to it. It's, <laughs> it's on, on one of my streaming services. I think it's on uh, Hulu or something. I saw it the other day. Yeah, Maybe I, I, I always think it of it as it's like Inception Light. Oh, okay. You know, so hey, if you got a chance, check out Equilibrium. If you if you find access to it, let me know and we'll 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 sync up on that a little bit. It's been very hot outside, so I have been just kind of watching things <laughs> instead of like going out and doing anything. Yeah, you're going to town. I had a I had a lazy week where, like I said, I watched I couldn't find Jason X and I settled upon Psycho Two, which means <laughs> I have to watch Psycho Three now. Is a uh, is it the same? Uh, Anthony Perkins is in it. He is in Psycho Three. Okay. Uh, yes. Norman Bates. That's the word I was looking Norman for. Bates. Norman Bates. Yeah, he's in he's in Psycho Two, and I'm pretty sure I, I looked at Psycho Three, and he seems to be in Psycho Three. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil any of it for myself on these, you know, thirty year old movies, but uh, it's 
it is it's... weird. It is kind of weird to think uh, the movie Psycho that is so entrenched in culture. Twenty years later, got two sequels. <laughs> that is weird. With the with the same actor, because I can't. Is that before or after they built the or they started uh, using that in the Universal tours? Is that what triggered it? Or like well, people were like, "Oh, remember Psycho?" I, I went to Universal Studios when I was like ten, and they were yeah, that was part of the tour then. I remember so in the unconfirmed early, in the early eighties there was like a Hitchcock Renaissance. They they had a TV show where they were remaking some Hitchcock stories. Well, they had Alfred Hitchcock's pre- Hitchcock Presents. They remember that that was how these were more the, modern. Though. Oh, were they? Yeah, they were like made in the eighties. I I remember them. Carol Channing was on one. Okay. <laughs> there was a guy that would like bet his fingers or something, and Carol Channing would bet her that fingers. That sounds really familiar. And I'm at the, missing my finger. Are you sure that's are you sure that's not like an old episode of Tales from the Crypt? Because I know what you're talking uh, maybe, about. Maybe maybe I'm missing. And at the at the end of it, they're just stumps playing cards, yeah, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Was that Tales from the Crypt? I don't know. I know I've seen that, but I don't know where it's from. I thought it was from. Hitchcock. If you can if you can mug for a while, I can try and find it. Okay, well, I'll go back and I'll, I'll talk about something that I watched. I had not seen this since I was a young child. Uh, I watched Teen Wolf. Why? Oh, boy. I don't know. Did it, you it watch just... for the guy with his wiener out? No, I didn't. I didn't look for that. For, I thought we'd talk about it. At the end, this is, I mean, this is true. At the end, when everybody's cheering at the game, there is uh-huh. a guy with his junk out just oh, wow. swinging it around. No, I didn't look for that, yeah. oddly enough. Uh, what, what did you watch? Court McCown's in it. You he's a, he's it a comic. DVD? Uh, I think it was on Amazon Prime. <clears throat> oh, yeah? Yeah. That, it might have been scrubbed out of it. Well, it might have been there, and I just didn't look for it either. Well, you got to keep your eyes. You got to keep your eyes peeled for the ween. I forgot how bad that movie was. Is it, it? it really is bad. I I hate styles. I wanted styles to fall off. Are you talking about poor? Are you just talking about in that sort of... Everything. A lot of the sort of ethics of the movie age pretty poor. The ethics don't age very well. Uh, It's not very well made. It gave me the douche chills. It was just like, I don't like anything about this movie. It was just bad. I don't know know how else to describe it. But I I did finish The Fifth Element. We talked about that. But I also watched another movie... uh, it was actually, I think it was last night, I watched The Vampire's Assistant starring John C. Riley. I had heard about it a little bit. It came out like five years ago. I really, really liked that movie. It was fun. It was funny. It had some cool kind of like, uh, you know, vampire lore to it. But it ended with such a like open-ended, like, we're definitely going to have a sequel. And then it didn't have a sequel. And it was kind of disappointing. So I'm going to look and see if, is it based on books or anything? I don't even know. Uh, I don't know about that. I want to see well, if it's based on books that. or comic books or something, because I want to see where it goes. You know what? Looking up Carol Channing, Alfred Hitchcock, uh, it's Salma got Hikes other stuff. It? So I, I'll have to, I'll, I'll try and do a little research on that in the interim. And <laughs> Hey, Robert Loggia is uh, Norman Bates' doctor in that movie. Oh, really? Also, uh, Norman Bates, not kind of not the bad guy of Psycho 2. I'm interested to see what Psycho 3 is because mm. Norman Bates, not exactly the bad guy of Psycho 2. That's weird. So so do you recommend the Psycho <clears throat> sequels? I would say, well, we're going to see what I see about what I think about 3. You're honestly, moving on to 3. That says something. Honestly, Psycho 2 is, is an interesting way to go. Interesting way to go. Okay. Um, I would say it gets... 
it gets hung up on I don't think the production values are very good and it feels it feels more like a TV movie than a theatrical release and it doesn't feel like cuz Anthony Perkins is brilliant in the first one. Right. Given No, for sure. Given this is 23 years later and like he's almost in his 50s at this point. But it feels like he's just not he's not being uh, directed very well. Mm. He's not his talents aren't being drawn out. Uh, a young Dennis Franz, isn't it? Wow, a youngish. I don't know that Dennis Franz was ever young. I think that at he was. The I think same, that at, he looked the, exactly the same yeah. in Die Hard too as he did in NYPD Blue. I think at the age of thirteen, he had a comb over and like a five <laughs> o'clock shadow, and even in the dead of winter, he had just kind of a, a sheen of sweat on him at all times. He's like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. He he very much is. He <laughs> he he doesn't. He's not like he is Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> Oh, speaking in that realm, say speaking in that realm again, and I'll come. Yeah, I was getting that one. Okay. Speaking in that realm, uh, <clears throat> not Aquatine, but Gabe got a hankering to watch Sea Lab this week. Oh, really? You ever watch Sea Lab? I never did. I, I might have seen part of an episode back in like the early two thousands when it was new. Uh, it's on Hulu. Okay. I kind of want you to, because they're really fast. They're like 15-minute episodes, I mm-hmm. think. Um, C-Lab, hit, C-Lab is a show, Aqua Teen for the most part as well. Those shows hit me at the exact right time. That I, would, <laughs> I was young enough, I was old enough to deal with like you know there being a little bit of adult humor in them. Right. But I was young enough that they, are, they get completely bizarre in ways that I was just willing to put up with. There are episodes of both of those shows. Like Aqua Teen, I didn't finish. I, I've never seen all of Aqua Teen. And Me from neither. everything I hear, it gets really bad. It gets <laughs> really... It, Aqua Teen, I've always gotten the feeling that um, there are episodes of it that are just brilliantly funny. Mm-hmm. But as it goes on, it feels like the people who are making it are daring you to stop watching it. They're it's doing like you things, had to be on drugs or something. Too, well, there's an episode that has... Some funniness to it that is a it's basically a boost mobile commercial <laughs> the the premise has something to do with shake has sold has sold something in their house to be basically a boost mobile ad and there's a giant cell phone <laughs> that keeps asking him where you at dog or you at dog <laughs> it's meat wild <clears throat> hi everybody i'm meat wild yeah yeah that's that's a good meat one thank you but um that's fair i'm sorry i'm a little <sighs> i've blown out my voice a little bit this week i think Oh, yeah? My magic what mic is uh, <laughs> uh, my magic mic is set uh, permanently to be Arthur this week. I blew my voice out a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had your uh, your big set at the Jordan Landing. Yeah, I started getting hoarse toward the end. They like like the the wait staff could tell. They brought me a water. Oh, well, that's some good wait staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very nice. Listen to you. But yeah, it was great show. Like probably. Best set of my life, honestly. Awesome, that is amazing. You, I mean, you just did your Cali show, so it, yeah. And this was it was definitely the most prepared I've ever been because I had done a bunch of headline shows leading up to it outside of the state, and just it was the most condensed, like uh, just boom, 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 like set I've done. Like there was no, there was no. This one does, oh, you know, does well most of the time. Kind of everything it was, was landing. Yeah, it was just, I know this joke hits every time. It was nothing but those. And it was an hour of, like, the best probably stand-up I've done so far. So, pretty happy with it. 
That's spectacular. I think so. I got a I got a recording out of it. I'm gonna go back and listen to it. You know, see see how well the crowd comes in. Listen for stuff like that. I, I tagged a bunch of jokes. I just thought of things on on the fly. Nice, nice. <clears throat> Is that stuff you think you might uh, fold into the act proper? Or just felt I think good in the so. Like, do you remember a few episodes ago when? We were talking about the snake or something, and uh, we, were we were talking, talking about, about the, the snake. Yeah, we were talking about a snake, and we just we are discussed. We, are the you talking length. about Jake Roberts? No, not Jake the snake, an actual snake <clears throat> that I saw. And we were talking about the length, and then I I brought up well, it's important. Oh, to yeah. talk about the girth too. Yeah. So I I called that back in in a joke, and, and I worked that in, and I it, I'd never even thought about it. It just like occurred to me right there on stage, like oh, do that thing about like think girth. So. <laughs> And it worked really well. It Travis, was fun. I know you're always thinking about the girth. There was a guy sitting on the front row that looked just like John Wick, so I had a little bit of fun with him. Oh, nice. Like, yeah, you're paying with a credit card. You're not playing with, paying with gold coins. That's a little disappointing. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there was there was a lot of fun to be had. So Good. Everybody that came, if you're listening to this, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Nice. Very nice. Very, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Anyway, <laughs> did you know that Warner Media is doing a streaming service now? That everything feels like it's getting because uh, Friends is leaving Netflix because that's probably where it's going. Is, is Warner it Warner? Media. I, that's who owns it. I think Warner Warner they, Brothers. We're entering the dark future of entertainment. Yeah, but the reason I bring it up is they are doing a <clears throat> a Gremlins animated series. Um, okay. It takes place in the twenties with with the the old man that sells, uh, uh, the Mogwai. Yeah. And Gizmo's gonna be in it. Gizmo apparently is like, really really old. He's not a little baby. I'm sucking wind through my teeth. <laughs> I know it could be cool. <clears throat> that sounds. Also, I am embittered against like new new streaming services. So. Yeah, I mean Disney Plus is really gonna kill it, and everything else I think is. I like CBS Access. There's a few things on there I want to see. I want to see the Star Trek stuff, but not enough for me to to pay yeah. ten bucks a month for it. The DC the DC one now has like I really would love to see Doom Patrol, and I I'd like to check out what Swamp Thing ends up being. But I heard Swamp Thing is amazing, but but it was shows, too expensive. Yeah, and the wherever they were doing their their I show wonder if that's going to get rolled on. into the Warner Brothers thing if like when it's all said and done i don't know what well, yeah that's, I, that's I, weird. I heard that dc streaming might go away huh. and it's only been out for less than a year it's a big gamble i think maybe if they could roll that stuff in with the warner brothers stuff it makes the warner brothers stuff a lot more attractive mm. you know what i mean just put it on netflix and hulu <laughs> come on guys be ne- cool Netflix and Hulu is going to be nothing. People but who already have a lot of money, could point. you just be cool and let let us, you know? I want them to put more old stuff, like old, real old crusty stuff. hard potato chips at the bottom of the bag. Could you let us just watch <laughs> it and not have to give you more money? I want to see some like stuff from the eighties that hasn't been around, like, like fun stuff. Are you talking about like new versions of it, or are you just no mean- just. Cause the original stuff that DC that DC streaming has like old Wonder Woman and stuff like that. Yeah, on. yeah. I mean, there's that. I'm talking about stuff like Fantasy Island or the Love Boat. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Craig, Craig and I have talked about. You know, Craig. Because they're bananas. They you were know, they were insane. Travis, you know good old Craig. I know good old Craig. Uh, we've talked because Craig is way into stuff like 
we joke about Craig will come in and I ask him every day, like, How, how's Lassie going? He's been watching Lassie for the better part of a year. <laughs> and it's not, you know, I could really dig on some of that comfort food. Like, I would, I would, you know, a lot of nights I put on, like, Giant Bomb, like, video game videos, and we'll kind of mellow out and fall mm-hmm. asleep to that, where, you know, people will put on, like, Friends or Frasier and things like that. And I, I could really dig on, like, you know, I Dream of Genie. Throwing that on and I like falling travel asleep. shows and cooking <clears throat> shows and yeah. Bob Ross. That's what I like to travel and cooking shows. I'd probably feel too compelled to pay attention to it. No, I can put on like uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives and just yeah. zone out. Like I'll put it on in the background while hmm. I'm doing stuff. I wonder if I can and I it. I might glance up and go, oh, that looks good. But I just know that it's like I don't know. These people are happy. And just having happy people on the TV, <laughs> yeah, I'd say video, is a fun thing. Video game stuff for me, like just these, this outfit, giant bomb that I'm very familiar with all the hosts. Uh, it's not a lot of people who are, you know, hey, what's up, Bing Bang here, back for you boys, and you know, it's just I not hate that YouTuber crap. It's not stuff like that so much. It's just you know, guys who are relatively our age who are, you know, showing off games or doing their own little show things. Yeah. And, and I'm perfectly comfortable. Like, I don't have to pay attention. It, maybe it's nice if I do. So that works really well for me. But I could I could see, you know, throwing on some shows like that that I'm yeah, just trying to these be fun, man. people who are in these shows of yesteryear. Hmm. Are you ready for a sports report? It's Travis. Time, it's time for the sports report. Travis, is it... <laughs> holy moly episode I was two. just going to... I was going <laughs> to... Travis, are we doing holy moly episode two? Did you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> Despite despite <laughs> the person that I think that I am, yes, for some reason I watched Holy Moly episode two, and I'm probably going to keep watching it. It's fun. It's fun to watch. Yeah, I'm. Rob Riggle's really funny. In boy, it. I, I I really like Rob. Yeah, Riggle. He, he's killing. Uh, it what's there. what's the other guy's name? Is it like something Tassiori? So, yeah, something like that. I can't I, remember. He works for ESPN. You know what? He, he's, he's a legit. He is very guy. good and plays off Rob Riggle well. Yeah, he's got a good but sense boy, of humor. For when sure. the when the dude lost his glasses. Oh yeah. Oh when they're my fishing God, that was him so out. funny. <laughs> You're using the wrong <laughs> end. <laughs> that guy who's like the coarse ombudsman or something. He's, he's with the going, floppy hat. Yeah, with the floppy hat. He goes like, why did... I think it was the Tassiori <laughs> or whatever his name is. He's like, why does he have a stopwatch? And Riggle's like, yeah, he probably... Uh, it's probably to see how long it takes for people to know what is his hat and tell him how dumb it looks. <laughs> it's a fun show. There wasn't as many, like... Uh, Good hits in this one, although there was a guy that face planted and oh like, boy, he broke his nose. it was too. You know, Gabe and I really liked, <laughs> despite him kind of playing a character. Gabe yeah. and I really liked that guy, and he got yeah, he seemed pretty really cool. fast. And boy, boy, did he really just take a header! Oh yeah, he hit hard. It was one of those things like it's bad enough just to fall down and kind of flop like your whole body like he like he did this weird thing where it was butt out. He was butt out, so his feet went out from under him and just. All the way right on the face. <laughs> Boy, that uh, poor guy. It's fun watching people but it, get hurt you know, and stuff like that. Not a, not as as many, you know, big personalities. Which yeah, is not kind of fine. Right. Gabe was noting that for what it's worth, that the women can kind of tend to blend together as the same like one mass of women who just have a been, bunch of Blonde women with bunch ponytails. Of, bunch of blonde women with ponytails who have been playing, who are like kind of semi-golf bros. And they're also not like super goofy. I think maybe that's part of yeah, it. The, one, the, the, one, guy, the guys was, all have a gimmick, it seems like. That was something that honestly bugged us, was the one woman who you would think had a lot of personality. They had 
they had like a fortune teller woman on. Yeah, and they and didn't show her at all. And they never talked to her at all. It makes me wonder if she was dropping F-bombs every time she screwed Well, they had the, the uh, what was it? <laughs> like Joey Flamingo or whatever his yeah, name was. Yeah, the guy that won. He swore yeah. some too. Yeah, a little bit. It's funny because I, I thought they were going to reference that because his daughter was in the crowd. <laughs> well, she went home. But he, she was there yeah. when he was he was swearing, but. I don't know. It's a fun show. It's, I, it's, it's silly. It's really it might only last one year. Look, man, if he's swearing like that in front of cameras, he cusses in front of her. <laughs> oh yeah. He was the one that was like the closest thing to a big personality, and he he was he went up just to the edge of not being not quite being annoying. Right. And his daughter was cute. Yeah, his daughter was pretty adorable. So a little girl. Like yeah, I really three or four. I wonder about that fortune teller. I, I wonder if she was just weird to the point of like she we can't put her on this show. Uh, or maybe she didn't want to be on. Maybe it she would be specifically weird to go, said it would be weird to go on a TV show and go. Can I not be on camera, please? I don't know. It it was a little weird. There had to be something going on. Maybe she, maybe they found out she's a white supremacist or something. So. They, <laughs> I mean, it could be a million things. They've had a few. <laughs> you remember? You remember first season of uh, in my I don't, first or second season of uh, Nailed It, the Trump cake. Yeah. There was a a black woman and there was a, a white woman, but she had like a Europeanish accent, and she was big into respecting Donald. And there were moments where she like, oh, I feel I feel you must respect the president, and then <laughs> that woman would be like. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, you could tell there there was there was animosity there, but you know it didn't go. It didn't break into anything. Right. Yeah, know, nothing offensive. too serious. Been watching some more and nailed it. We got to that. I think you had mentioned the Napoleon cake episode to me. Yeah, there's we a lot of that head one. cakes in that season. That cake was three. bananas. Yeah. That cake was too. I feel like that cake was unfairly <laughs> intricate. I got something for you to start watching. Oh, it's on Hulu. Uh, it's the wedding cake challenge. The it wedding has, cake it challenge. Had, okay, the set looks like the set from uh, the Great British Baking Show, but it's on Food like, Network. So they're outside. It, it's in a tent, and yeah. it, it looks just like it, but it's not there. But the hosts are uh, Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir. They're both Olympic ice skaters. Oh, okay. And Johnny Weir, he is out is he of this, Johnny Weird. He's out of. Out of this world with his costumes. Oh, okay. He's a very flamboyant man. I'm cool with that. And he, I think every time he they they shoot him on camera, he's wearing different clothing. <laughs> so many clothes for <laughs> oh, this so, guy. So he's in the new Spider-Man movie. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, he is always changing his clothes. But it, it's, I like those little competition shows, and they seem like pretty fun hosts. So he has fun with it. Hey, we had a little bit of a trailer roundup before yeah, we started. Yeah, we, we had a couple of trailers this week. Uh, the new Jumanji trailer, which Jumanji was a... The new Jumanji, I was kind of okay with. I, it I liked really, it. It didn't land for me the same way it landed for a lot of people, which makes me believe I must be wrong. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Whatever that means. But I like Dark Phoenix, too. So, <laughs> But seeing the, the trailer for the new Jumanji, which they all get subtitles now, but I can't... like. I always forget that New Jumanji, the subtitle, it, it, it's supposed to be part of the title, is Welcome to the Jungle. It's Jumanji, the next level. The next level. That's what this one's called. Okay. The first one was Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this one's the next level. But uh, I'm surprisingly more on board for this one. I think it's got Danny Glover and uh, Danny DeVito in it. I think I get... Um, <clears throat> what, what ropes me in is the first one... 
uh, yes, all of the characters, you know, The Rock and, uh, you know, The Rock and everybody. <laughs> the Rock, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillan, Jack Black. Thank you. They're all... Um, Nick Jonas. They're all kind of trying to approximate an act. Is it Nick? I don't know. It's one of the Jonases. They're Joe trying Jonas? to approximate like, hey, we're pretending to be these teenage characters that none of these teenage actors you're really familiar with or right. saw enough in the front end of the movie to know that we're trying to be them. Whereas The Rock being Danny Glover... No, The Rock is Danny DeVito. Danny DeGlover. No, excuse Kevin me. Kevin right. Hart Danny is DeVito. Danny Glover. <laughs> I got confused. I just want him to go, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> That's got to be in there. It's got to be. It's got to be in it's there. It's got to be. But seeing them play those characters, like, yes, I can watch a movie of them pretending to be these guys. Yeah. That looks like a lot of fun. I was actually thinking about it. That, um, I imagine Danny DeVito and Danny Glover aren't actually in the movie very much, but I wonder during production how much like <laughs> DeVito and Glover were just kind of you know in the on the set where... Right. The, you know, they'd be trying to portray me like, all right, cut, cut. All right, Danny, DeVito or Glover, like, Danny, <laughs> do this line and let me see it. Okay, okay, that's how I want to do it. Yeah, I mean, it looks fun. Uh, Jack Black is is the fridge character instead of the uh, the blonde girl at this time. So they've kind of switched everybody's personalities. Is the blonde girl just not? Oh, I she think she's a different character. She because she's in the trailer. She's when they go when they go to the house. She's there. Yeah. Yeah, but she's not. They don't show which character she becomes, so I think she probably becomes a new character. Huh. But they get to switch well, around, except for uh, Ruby Roundhouse. I believe it's the same girl goes back into Ruby Roundhouse. Yeah. So, but it it looks fun, man. I enjoyed the first one, which is actually the second one. I didn't. Now that I think about it, I did. I did <laughs> not. I Travis. I didn't hate the first one. Okay. It just didn't land for me. Like, I I thought it looked just. Uh, you know, bone dry, awful, and then I the the uh, word I heard from it was overwhelmingly positive. So, you know, watching it with the family and it was just this is fine. Jumanji, but the Jumanji uh, the next level looks pretty fun. And then the trailer for Ryan Johnson's Ryan Johnson's uh, <laughs> Ryan Johnson's Knives Out landed. Yeah, it looks like a fun murder mystery. It, it lo- yeah, it looks kind of murder on the Orient Express, but in somebody's house with a lot of actors that I really like in it. Can I recommend something? I am it always is, open. I can't remember what it's called. It's the new Netflix movie with Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. That's a and tough recommend, Travis. I, it's I've, fun. I've left I uh, Adam Sandler behind for a long time. There's a lot of fun stuff in it. I, I promise. Whereas I respect, it's a murder mystery like Knives Out. That's what that's what made me bring it up. I kind of genuinely respect that Adam Sandler has hit a point where he's like, it doesn't matter what this is as long as I can just have vacation with my friends. I will make the movie that you will write into my vacation. His friends aren't all in this one. There's there's no Spade. There's no uh, Rob Schneider. Yeah. None of those guys. This any, is any Chris Rocks. Nope. No Chris Rock. Nope. 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 Hmm. It's just a fun movie. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's good. I promise. It's good. Try it. They go to Europe. They go on some vacation. Ply, ply me a little more, Travis. They get, they get mixed up into this billionaire's uh, family. You really have they just get, been watching a ton of stuff. Well, I watched this like two weeks ago. Oh. I just never brought it up. But somehow uh, this billionaire's nephew gets attracted to Jennifer Aniston, so he invites them to come on this, uh, this, this ship that's going she, out she into the ocean. She has dry eyes, you know. 
Does she have dry eyes still, she even after those commercials? She doesn't tell many people about it, but she does have dry eyes. She seems like a lovely person. I'm stealing bet, a little bit I from Never Not Funny. I bet she's actually cool to hang out with. Never Not Funny has conditioned me that if Jennifer Aniston comes up that you have to talk about her dry eyes. <laughs> they probably shouldn't talk about Jennifer Aniston. They might kill her. Oh, that's right. The Never Not have, Funny curse. No, I, I think she's she's immune to that. I think you that think she's so? been... There are, there, I think it has to be like C to D list people. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they get caught up in this billionaire's hubbub. It's Malcolm McDowell, I think. I think that's who it is. Anyway, he ends up getting murdered. Somebody on the ship did it. And they all start thinking it was Adam Sandler and uh, Jennifer Aniston. Because they're a weird married mustache couple. in that movie. He does have a weird mustache. He plays a cop. I did want to. I was looking at something on Netflix, and Netflix does that incredibly endearing thing. It's really charming the way that everything you put your cursor on, it starts playing a little bit of it. That gives me anxiety. It's so no, I hate it. I despise it. <laughs> I do too. We've talked about it. I want to take it off. We despise it so much that we never really look into the settings to see if you can fix that. Yeah, but There's I did look at it, right? and it just had a little bit of the beginning. It's just you know Sandler leaning over Jennifer Aniston and saying to the oh spoil the end the the butler did it. <laughs> and I'm like, and yeah, it's like, Adam, that's not really what you're supposed to do with your face, is it? I liked it. I thought it was a, a good movie. It was probably one of the better Sandler movies I've seen in a while anyway. And I haven't seen them all, but I did enjoy it. And I actually, I never would have said this or thought I would say this, but I could buy Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston in that movie being together. Mm. In real life, probably not so much. But mm. in that movie, sure. Mm. I mean, he was also married to Salma Hayek in a movie. <clears throat> I think it was Grown Ups, right? <laughs> I definitely didn't see any of the Grown Ups movies. <laughs> so I wouldn't be able to tell you that. It was almost, if you like uh, Sandler and Drew Barrymore together, it was pretty close to that same type of chemistry. Drew Barrymore is such a fascinating figure in film. Yeah. She's a good actress. That's why. <laughs> she really is a good actress. I don't, I, yeah, sure. I, I have no reason to look down on Drew Barrymore. I like Drew Barrymore. Have you seen clips of E.T. recently? No. We were watching something, and they showed a clip from E.T., and my wife and I both went, she was like four. Yeah. She was so little. I remember her being little, but she was so she is, little. She is like our age. Uh, she's a little bit older than us, actually, I think. Is she? I think. Let's see. That came out in 82. She was maybe like five or six. Uh, maybe she's our age. If we would only have been I around had five or six. a scientific machine device that do was you, hooked. Do you have one of those? Hooked up to some you, you sort of the Drew information network that could tell me. Uh, Drew Blythe Barrymore. Blythe. Blythe. Wow, that sounds very fancy. Uh, Blythe. To Blythe. If only there was a, some sort of a informational movie base of data. Oh yeah, I think I've heard of one of those. It's yeah. called it's called Google. She's born in '75, so she's, so she's two years older. She's than two me. years our senior. That's close though. It's close enough. Yeah, it it can be weird with it can be weird with uh, actors like that where you see them so early that mm-hmm. you, you you get a weird thing in your head that when you see people in movies there or when you see people on TV in general. You assume they're an adult. I mean, obviously not Drew Barrymore, right? In uh, ET, but like when she pops up in Scream, you always assume like, oh, this woman's much older than me, right? Like it's, I think it's it, a weird thing that I have. Like I, for the life of me, I can't get it out of my head that when I see a professional basketball player on TV that's talking about competition and driving <laughs> stuff, I go like, oh, that guy is in his mid twenties, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm right. way older than him. I could be his dad. Yeah. 
Well, it's like I, I think it was the last episode we recorded. I was I mentioned that the kids from uh, Saved by the Bell are now older than Mr. Belding was. Yeah. As the principal. We're we're older now than John McClane was in Die Hard, but I can never <laughs> I can never watch Die Hard and not think I'll probably be in my sixties and I'll watch Die Hard and go like yeah, that guy's older than me, right? Yeah, he's got to be in his like John McClane's older than late forties, right? right? Not 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 Bruce Willis, right? Just John McClane's always right. going to be older than me somehow. Yeah, he does. He does have that energy about him, I, like he's a, a grumpy middle aged guy. I the idea that the, the idea that people who are acting in the eighties are younger in the eighties than I am now, <laughs> it just baffles. It, it's trigonometry that I cannot wrap my head around. When I was watching Teen Wolf, I was like, "How old are these people? They're all in their sixties." <laughs> They're all really old. Yeah, it's crazy. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox has always seemed so young, though that he might be an exception. Where I'm like, he might be younger than the other people that were playing teenagers that I'd, were actually. I'd run in into. I'd now. run into Michael J. Fox now and be like, "Aren't you still in your? Aren't you only in your mid thirties right now?" Well, he was always very young looking. Yeah. In the eighties, he looked much younger than he really was. I think it's because he's small. That's probably part of it. Yeah. Because he had to jump to make he free is, throws. Yeah, he is. He had a, it's the only person I've ever seen uh, shoot free throws by using a jump shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, he like, had the ball down by his hip, and he really gave it some oomph to get it there. The movie that posits <laughs> the lycanthropy makes you better at the free throw. <laughs> uh, it just is so bad, Jake. It's so <laughs> bad. And the basketball's horrible in it. <laughs> The fat guy they called Chubbs. Chunk. Is it Chubbs No, they or call Chunk? him Chubbs. Chunk is... Chunk uh, is Goonies. Yeah, Goonies. Yeah, Chubbs. And Porkins is Star Wars. Porkins is Star Wars. Really going out Chubbs on a limb with the, the fat people. The bad guy, he's the bad guy in Pee-wee's Big yep, Adventure. He's Francis. Yeah. Indeed. Um, I yeah, hated Styles in that movie. But you know, oh. it's funny because she said, oh, Teen Wolf is so bad. I'm like, hey, Teen Wolf. And I'm like, okay, I have to mentally... What's the part that I can be defensive about Teen Wolf? I'm like, oh, yeah, boy. Ooh, woof. It is not good. His dad as a werewolf looks so His weird. dad says woof. He does not look He does not look like a wolf in any no, way, he shape, looks, or form. He looks like a furry yeah. or something. And much like Ferris But he Bueller's, says woof. He says werewolf. Yeah, werewolf? The dad does. Nice. Yeah. He and is a werewolf, am and I he wrong? says woof. Is it much like, much like with... Um, with Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you get older and realize the principal is not the bad guy? A little bit. Yeah, because the principal is not necessarily... He's kind of a like a... I don't know. He, he he seems like he's worrying about the wrong things in life, but he's not like the villain. But didn't his dad like werewolf on him? Yeah, and it scared him. Made him pee his pants. No, no, but but like when he was younger too. Yeah, he did the same thing. Did he do it in any defensive way, or did he just do it to be a dick to him when they were kids? No, I think he did it because he was hitting on his girlfriend, which later became his wife. So he, but he not kind like of wolfed a, out. Not like in a rapey way. He was just trying to date his. I think so, and he he even he even told uh, Michael J. Fox's character Scott that he regretted. Scott. He regretted doing Scotty? that. I think it was Scott. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. He's like. When he first wolfs out, Styles is Scott. Yeah, Scotty. And that's I the can, scene. Uh, There's some f words in that scene, and for. I'm not saying like the. It's the f words that we all said, and we we're like, Ugh. What, a, what a what an unbelievably 80s premise of. <laughs> I can turn into a werewolf. I'm going to use this to be good at basketball, <laughs> to get in the school play, have sex with a have sex with the head cheerleader, 
and my friend will make merchandising. And the whole town, the whole town will we'll be, be okay that I'm a it. werewolf. Yeah. We'll be fine with it. This the does o- not make national news. The only thing that would have made it more 80s is if it was a skiing competition yeah. instead <laughs> of basketball. Yes, or at a summer camp. <laughs> if it was Teen Wolf. On the slopes. But, but also, okay, set aside set aside the thing where his dad maybe was kind of a bully to this guy. But also, like... I think it was just one instance. Isn't he kind of completely disrupting his high school? Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's like, hey, look, could you tone it down? We really are trying to educate you jackasses. And also, if, if somebody really did turn into a werewolf, the, the government would come in and... You know, dissect them basically. And when they made that that <laughs> updated Team Wolf series, I was so mad that they took it seriously. But the more I think about it, I was like, yeah, that is that is a pretty dumb premise. I haven't seen the series. Is it any good? It's. I mean, it's just taken as more of like a YA kind of Alma. I, the impression I've gotten is it's kind of a YA, okay, like slightly teen horror-y kind of maybe in a Twilight way kind of show. I know Ornie Adams is in it. I so don't. I've, I thought about watching it just because he's the know, coach. I don't know enough to know if it what it strays into, but it's, I mean, it's not a comedy series. The coach in the movie is the highlight of the movie. Pa- my buddy yes. Patrick Ramirez pointed that out okay. to me when I was down in California, <clears throat> and he's like, "You you got to watch." That's probably why I wa- I think that's why I watched it because Patrick's like, "You just got to watch Teen Wolf again." The coach is hilarious. So yeah, yeah. The, the okay, coach is the highlight. That. Two things in the eighties. Two things the eighties taught me had so much intrinsic value that does not hold up that like, so still whenever I get a quarter, the eighties taught me that a quarter is two or three minutes of a video game. (laughs) So I always, (laughs) a quarter still always has value to me. Okay. And the other thing that the eighties taught you has way more value than it really does in real life is a keg of beer. The keg of beer that apparently weighs five pounds, if you really watch. Because <laughs> I was like, all right, I want to see how they move this keg of beer. And they're like basically tossing it around. I have moved a keg of beer at the comedy club, okay? Yeah. My wife runs a comedy club. Occasionally, she's like, will you help me move this? They're heavy as hell. They're heavy. It's, and maybe it's a different size. Maybe it's a, a smaller keg than than a business is getting for the tap. But... They're heavy, man. They're like hundreds of pounds. It feels like every 80s party movie, teen party movie, a keg of beer was the holy grail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely... That was... I don't know. That's a very 80s trope, is we gotta have beer. Travis, I'm so sorry the teen wolf sucked. (laughs) It was was bad. The coach is funny, though. Yeah? Because he goes on this long, winding... What you think is going to be an inspirational speech yeah he's a, he's a burnout out, isn't he's, he? he's basically just rambling <clears throat> he goes on this about this uh because uh michael j fox wants to quit and he's like there's this other kid man he had he had all this these things you know family members sick he had to get a job he 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 came and talked to me about quitting michael j fox is like so what happened to him he's like i don't know he quit he was a third stringer what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah Great performances in bad movies is an interesting <laughs> subject. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> the movie Monkey Bone is terrible. Uh, Dave Foley is pretty great in it because Dave never Foley. Saw Monkey Bone. Dave Foley. I probably watched Monkey Bone because I wanted to see a movie that Dave Foley was in. There's a lot of good performances. And speaking of Dave Foley in, uh, <clears throat> what is it called? The Kids uh, in the Hall. Yes, there are tons. No, of great not performances Kids in the Hall. Of course, in Kids in the Hall. No, it was uh, Sky High. 
Yeah, they uh, that came up on. He was on Doug Loves Movies this week. Oh, really? And, uh, they brought up Sky High a little bit. I haven't listened to Doug Loves Movies in a long time. Well, hmm. There's a day for no particular reason. Pretty damn good. You no, know, no. Hey, man, I, I have my slumps in that too. So. <laughs> no, no judgment on your podcast list. But there's some good people in that. <clears throat> I've been branching out with. I've been branching out with local podcasts. Hey, shout out to uh, our boy Jake Dietz out there. Uh, movies that make us great. Yeah. Show. I've hearts. been on panels hearts. with all three of those I'm, folks. Travis, what am I doing? You're making a heart with your fingers. That's for our Utah podcast friends. Oh, it just exploded. Yep. And I imagine there's I, sparkles coming out of it. I just send it out, out into the it. universe and it'll find the right person. It's got Val and <clears throat> Tracy on there too. Yeah. 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 Good people. Good, good people. Quality people. I endorse them. All right. And they're talking about the movies that made us. They, they certainly are. They're right certainly on. Are. I had a big Disney episode. Oh, really? I don't know that I could ever go on that show because my uh, Disney relationship is a little more tenuous than, mm, than theirs. I, I, I was saying that earlier, the Disney, like, it's so, it's so hard of, there are so many areas of, like, Star Wars and Marvel stuff that Disney's doing such a good job, but it, it genuinely kind of makes me nervous how much power Disney is wielding these I days. I got the power! They, I feel like the, the shoe's going to drop. The shoe is going to drop. Yeah, it could be. I mean, they, they might just buy everything. I feel like it's going to be, this is going to be our um, Demolition Man future, where instead of it's like, <laughs> tonight we dine at Taco Bell, it's going to be like, hey, do you want to go see the Disney movie tonight? Like, what Disney movie? Like, RoboCop. How is that a Disney movie? Like, oh no, all movies are Disney movies now. He has magical forest friends. You know, it's, it, it, one, one studio just owns all of entertainment. Hey, I'm going to play the new be. Disney Mario game. Could be. That's why we go local, right? Yes. I want to shout out a couple other local podcasts. Since hey, what's we, up? You brought up local podcasts. You were they on, were they were promoting you were on a me. Podcast they were promoting me right. and my show. So there's uh, your creativity. That's with uh, Dylan Maziotti. And that's, and and that's Steve but that's Hatch. with a CR. That'd be CR, CR number eight. Yeah, number eight and Tivity. Yeah. And then also, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to spell that on the fly. <laughs> my friends at the New Utah <clears throat> podcast. I, I'm going to say it right. New Utah podcast. There. They're awesome people, and whenever I have a show, they're always posting about it. So shout out, download their their podcast too, and give them a listen. Shout so out. hey, rate, they're good subscribe, people. do all the stuff that we beg you to do all the damn time. Yeah, for us, <laughs> do it for them too. We're gonna bring up our local friends and, and talk talk good about them. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have it's nice to have neighbors, right? That's true. Right? That's true. And we we all like the big podcasts. We all like the WTFs and the Joe Rogans and all that kind of stuff, and they get millions and billions and trillions of downloads. But they ain't they ain't nothing wrong with them. It's it's like music. It's like movies. Hey, love you know, go see your Disney movies. Go see your Marvel. Have a blast. Take a little time. Try and do something that's a little off the beaten path. Yeah, you'll be happy to have done so. See, we have beat the hell out of the path. Uh, hey, look, man. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's when the path sees us coming. It's like, no, not again. It's old and easy road now. But I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known about Jackie Chan unless you know, in the kind of mid '90s, I'd gone to theaters that were out of the way to go see these yeah. imported films. Can I mention? Uh, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing Bruce Lee in the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood movie. <laughs> Who is playing Bruce Lee? Do we know? I don't know. The actor is familiar, but. I haven't had time to look up and see. I have, he, I, I've definitely seen him in something. I have not looked into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at all. Well, I saw the trailer for How does it, it look? today. 
It looks fun. I, I and I don't love Tarantino. I'm not one about, of those like Tarantino's amazing. Something about Hateful Eight kind of broke me. I never watched that one. Yeah, I I, I, just, I don't know. It's not it's not bad, but it's not good Tarantino. Hmm. This one looks fun. There, <laughs> there's like a scene where Brad Pitt plays Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, stuntman. That's the premise of the movie. <laughs> okay, and he has to fight Bruce Lee, and Bruce Lee goes, "If I hit you with my fists." You will die because my fists are registered, and I'll be charged with manslaughter. And Brad Pitt goes, you kill anybody with your fists, it's manslaughter. It doesn't mean if they're registered. It doesn't mean they're a real weapon. There's just funny lines in it. It seems like so it's is a it, good So is movie. it supposed to be kind of madcap? Yeah, yeah. All right, maybe I'm yeah, It's not serious. It. It's definitely Maybe, yeah, I funny. should check out the trailer then. I, I don't know. I don't know. It looks silly. I think it was somewhere around But it's got where... Sharon Tate in it. You're, you, you Margot Robbie is playing Sharon Tate. <laughs> I do know that. But apparently uh, Bruce Lee's in it. I wonder who else is in it. I think it was when uh, Tarantino put an intermission in Hateful Eight that I was like, oh, get over yourself. <laughs> How long is it? Is it so long it needed an intermission? It's at the, I don't think it's three hours, but I would think that's the most it could possibly be. The entire movie is in that cabin, right? Not quite. But most of it is. Most though. of it? Yeah, and they're just the arguing with each other. For, for the most so part, it's yeah. it's just Tarantino going. Look, I can write dialogue. In a lot of ways, yes, that's the case. Okay. I it, it just there's a lot of there are a lot of people in it that I love, just didn't didn't work for me. Hmm. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell is very Kurt Russell in it. Kurt Russell. Sam Jackson is in it. Bruce Dern is in it. Walton Goggins is in it. Walton Goggins. Channing Potato is in it. Really? Yep. Wow, Channing Potato. Walt Goggins from Tomb Raider, everybody. Yep. Justified. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. In reflection, like I, it just didn't land well with me. There's some uh, Tarantino movies have certain trappings. I mean, people make jokes about how Tarantino just really desperately wants to say the N word for a reason. Yeah, that is weird. It's things like that. There, there are some scenes. In it. There's a scene in particular with uh, Sam Jackson and a guy in the snow. That's like this is. This is the most Tarantino thing I've seen. Anyway, that's <laughs> there's a line in Spider-Man, and it's I was like, oh, I just realized I haven't heard that phrase in a while. <laughs> Nick Fury goes, "Bitch, please." <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I, I don't think I've heard that for a while. <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Because um, he goes, "Bitch, please." You've been to space. Because <laughs> Peter Parker's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> do you feel like the Nick Fury uh, character has changed a little bit since he's oh, been yeah. in? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. In um, Captain, Captain Marvel? Marvel, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. That's I. I think that's good. I think that's good. I think they realize <clears throat> that people are going to see him differently now because they know. It, maybe it was a conscious decision where uh, Samuel L. Jackson's like, "Look, if you want me to keep doing this." Give me something to work with. Let me have a little fun doing it yeah. and change the character up. And that's why. Well, they never really in Winter the, Soldier when he gets shot. He does he ever really? Do they establish that he comes back as a known quantity? Because he's supposed to kind of be in hiding after that movie, right? Yeah, more or less. And you don't see him again until uh, the end of Infinity War. And the is that the first scene. time you see him? I think so. For a I, while. I, you see him call there are so many Captain of those Marvel. Movies. Yeah. yeah. But there are just so many of those movies. I have no idea if he's popped up elsewhere. I'm pretty sure he was out of the movies for a little bit. Yeah. Wow. 
And there, yeah. are, there are a lot of Marvel movies, man. There's a lot, for sure, yeah. I don't know why this is all of a sudden hitting me so deeply, <laughs> but wow, there are a lot of Marvel movies. I mean, there's been three of them this year. There's been three of them in with a span of, what, three months? Captain Marvel came out in March. That was, I guess, technically now four months and ago. And these are only the Disney ones. You know, you... Right. You uh, watch Plus Dark Phoenix. Dark Dark Phoenix. Phoenix. Is it's fun. is it's the X Men the only one that's still kind of outside of of uh, Disney right now? Yes, I believe so. Just because, because uh, they they pretty much said they're going to make Deadpool movies. They're right. going to make they're going to make X Men movies. Them folding the Deadpool character into the supposedly folding the Deadpool character into the Disney movies seems. Weird. I don't. I don't know. I don't like, know how they'll do it. They'll probably. I mean, I don't know if he's going to show up with regular characters if they'll just I do Deadpool been, movies. I thought they've been saying he's going to. I guess he can show up in the other movies and not have it be R rated. I think it's a little early to assume that they're going to have this big culmination like Avengers. They might just do a bunch of movies and have some crossovers here and there. Well, they seem to have made lots and lots of money yeah. by making a culmination. Yeah, and but I don't know. Have that, you met, that's a lot to Travis, weave together. have you met my friend Disney who makes movies <laughs> and really wants to make lots of money out of them? The most impressive thing is that they were all made by... I mean, there's a couple where uh, directors doubled up and did extra, you know more than one movie. But for the most part, it's all different storytellers. And the studio was able to weave all these do things you, together. Do you remember who directed the first Thor? The first Thor was Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Yep. Is it weird to... Again, Kenneth Branagh directs movies. It is weird, but... Dr. I, Frankenstein. I when they wanted it to be kind of... My you Kenneth know, Branagh mainstay, Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. I thought he was a good choice, and it was a fine movie. It's not great, but it, for what it was, it was what, like the... Third Thor? or fourth movie. Thor's fine. Yeah, it was really early on. Yeah, especially that it's really early on. Yeah. Thor, Thor is fine. It is fine. Look, man, it it got us to the Chris Hemsworth character that we have now. So you got to give it, you got to give right. it props for that. Natalie Portman. I was surprised she came back. She. I don't think she did. You think they just used old footage? I am to understand they used they reused footage. I'm surprised they even went back if she was that against doing the movies. And they didn't just figure out a different... Like, they couldn't get Lady Sif to come back. Jamie Alexander. She wasn't in it. Have you have you seen the second one? Because she's not in Ragnarok either, is she? No, she's not in Ragnarok. I do did believe she she's di- in the second one. Did she one. die in the second one? I don't think so. Did she maybe die in the second one and we just didn't no, know? No, I think she just they just wrote her out. Weird. I know she's making that... Uh, what's, the, what's the TV show she's on? You yeah. know, the one where she's like a spy. Can't tell you. She's got all the tattoos... Blank space or is that what that is that what that is? Yeah, I'm I'm very very tenuously familiar. Like I've her seen, body's tattooed with clues, basically. Yeah, they, they wipe uh, her memory so she can't remember. Blind is, spot. That's is it. Is it just uh, what's Blind that? Blind spot. What's that movie that he's got all the tattoos? Um, <laughs> it's got Guy Pierce in it. Yeah, Guy Pierce. Uh, innuendo. No, not innuendo. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's innuendo. The movie in, Innuendo. Insidious. No, not no, insidious. You're gonna get there. It's in something. It's definitely got an IN in it. Are you sure? Incognito. No, it's not incognito. incognito. Uh, Boy, you're close. Intuition? No, no that's not, not it. Not quite intuition. Do you have it? 
I almost have you it. You almost have it? I'm trying hard to get Guy there. Guy Pierce in Insomnia. No, that's a different movie. Uh, there's a lot of movies that... Boy, you know what? <laughs> you are barking up the wrong tree. Oh, really? Man. I'm way off? Okay, if I were to if I were to go somewhere and... Wait, like wait, get wait, a, wait, 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 wait. It's like it's floating around in my brain. I swear the, it's floating. Do you want the floating. clue or not? All right, give me the clue. If you were to go to, say, Lagoon, and you wanted to be able to remember your time at Lagoon, you got a little tchotchke, that was a what of your visit? Souvenir. You are you're you're barking <laughs> up the correct tree. Um yeah, geez. What's that little thing? What's that little thing in the middle of an olive? Uh the pit? No. It's not the pit. It's like when they put a little piece of like carrot in it. What is that thing that they put in a green olive? Oh crap, I, I can't remember. It's a pimento. Pimento. Memento. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I knew it was there. I knew I was gonna get it. Is that the first do you think that's the first place you saw Guy Pierce? I never saw that movie. No? No, I never it's saw a pretty, it. It's a pretty neat movie. It is a very, very 90s movie. Really? That reminds me, I did finish watching um, Bad Times at the El Royale. That is a 90s movie. Oh, really? That is a 90s movie that is like a bunch of style over substance. And at the end of it, I don't even know what story they were trying to tell. That's only like a year old, right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Hey, anybody who anybody who is disappointed by Fat Thor, watch uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. <laughs> Fast forward to like the last third of it, you are going to get you are going to get ripped Chris Hemsworth at the beehole. Oh boy. Plenty I'll have to of tell ripped, my wife. Plenty. Oh. Set her up on that, man. If you if you need to get her buttered up for anything, put that on and go, "Hey, I'm going to take the credit card and do whatever I want." And she's just going to go, "Pex, pex, do what you want." After the fifth element and there was topless Mila Hovic. You can it. I she is to the point because it's you're just talking about like where the bandages come over. Yeah, and then there's a she changes her shirt like twice and oh, they, does she? they show I, stuff. I remember that part, but it feels like that goes out fast enough that you don't see anything. So yeah, whatever. it just ha- it, She just goes really and also, looks at all me the, like like that's the reason I'm watching. Like I didn't also know that was all those happen. doctors are creepy enough about it that the, any sort right. of moment of it's like Ugh, right. these guys. <laughs> Memento is a neat movie. I would uh, I would suggest watching it. It's yeah. Yeah, try to watch Memento. Don't I'll, I'll try not to go. learn much about it. Just I mean, I know it. a lot that he just he constantly uh, forgets everything and he has to leave himself notes and get tattoos and stuff like that. I know yeah. that. Yeah. So he's trying to solve the mystery. Yes, he's trying to solve the. I think it's the murder of his wife. I didn't kill my wife. He did not kill his wife. I did not kill my I wife. I would, you know, I suggest watching it. The first time I saw Guy Pierce, have you ever heard of the movie The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? I've heard of it, yes. Yeah, him and Hugo Weaving, and I think it's Terrence Stamp or Drag Queens. Mm. It's Yeah, it, I'm familiar with it. That's one that I would have to watch again and see. I, I really liked it for a long time. I wonder how it holds up for me. I remember seeing a video in the 90s, and it was that movie, and it was, I love the nightlife, I like to boogie on the disco. Um, there was that one. it was two, them dancing around. Too Wong Fu that it's, is it, is it Kurt Russell? No, it's uh, no, it's Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, and John Leguizamo. Yeah, that movie got a lot of. Uh, I was bitter against that movie because it got kind of that same heat. But Adventures of Priscilla, it's not really a movie that's played for laughs. It's it's supposed. There's to be some. I remember seeing uh, Tu Wong Fu, and there was some pretty serious stuff in there because yeah. I think they they're getting in a lot of fights and stuff like that. People want to beat them up or something like that. I can't remember. Well, there's some hey, serious stuff in it. We love the movies. Check out all these movies. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, can we can we uh, talk about just a few 
a few things I saw, yeah. like news and notes. Um, like <laughs> there's wait wait news and notes. No whoa 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 news and notes from the fringe of society. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's cut that, and that's going to be the part of our news and notes segment <laughs> every time. So uh, Vanessa Kirby, uh, she's in the new Hobbs and Shaw movie. I'm pretty sure she was in the last um, Mission Impossible she's movie too. The little too. pink marshmallow who, when she sucks people up, she turns into them. I mean, when she was young, that's that's she did play Kirby oh, okay. in the video games. But now uh, she's a, the close thing to a touchstone my old ass has. She's an English actress. Uh, they're they're looking at her to play Catwoman in the Batman. Oh 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 yes, I know she was in uh, she was in Spectre, wasn't she? Mm. Or no, no 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 no, she was in the um, crap. I'm, she was in Mission Impossible. That's what those are. The she same played for me Max's somehow. daughter. Yeah, she has a real intense look to her. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah, she looks like she could play Catwoman. Like you wouldn't want to mess yeah, with her. Like well, I'm she might, okay with that. She might beat the crap out of you. Yeah. Uh, Bond. Speaking of Bond, Bond. Uh, they're filming Bond Twenty Five all over all over London right now. He's running on rooftops, and I've I've seen a few pictures. So they're filming. It's going to be out next year. So I hope it's good. I, I really. I think really I've hope heard that that movie has just had problems up and down the road. Yeah, yeah, but they they waited a little bit. So I don't know. I wanted it to be good. I love James Bond so much. Well, I mean, they've kind of been trying to figure out how to how to close this out for for him. Uh, and Spectre kind of kind of didn't quite I like stick Spectre. the landing. I think it's okay, but it doesn't. It's just kind of that's all there is to it. It's just kind of okay. A lot of people didn't like that they tied Bond to uh, you know bad guy. Uh, you know, you know, what's his you name? You know, bad you guy. Know, you know, uh, yeah. I, I'm a huge James Bond fan, and I'm blank. I don't know what's going on. Blofeld. I think I'm dehydrated. Blofeld. Thank you. Uh, the, the idea that Blofeld was the reason for all the moves was kind of a... Uh, like the, uh, they were trying to make a universe. They were trying to tie Those movies together. for what's good... It, it, doing something like that, unless you stick the landing, can take a little bit of wind out of the sails of all of them. Right. And Casino Royale is real good and should not have it, the wind. It's excellent. Taken yeah. out of. Speaking of, you, you were just talking about the Catwoman thing. I saw pictures of uh, Tessa Thompson... Dressed like Eartha Kitt, Catwoman. Oh, really? Dark horse on that one. That'd be Everybody cool. think about it. Tessa Thompson, Catwoman. Give a little thought. That'd be cool. So, this is not this is not a spoiler for the movie, but Tom Holland apparently was on a, a show in uh, England, and he mentioned that Miles Morales might be joining the uh, Spider-Man universe. MCU. Yeah. I mean, it's a reasonable thing to... I honestly thought that was what they were... Trying to shoot for with there being a possibility of multiverse in uh, in Far From Home. I thought that too, but there are things that happen in uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home that I'm like, okay, well maybe that's not where they're going. I will tell you this about that: in that the way, I mean, you know, into the Spider-Verse posits it. The way you get to Miles Morales is a Peter Parker has to die. I think. Actually, I think they're going to do something different if I think they if will they do because bring Tom in Miles. Holland is very profitable for them, and he's he's young right. enough that they can go, they can just go. The premise of this Spider-Man movie is basically Peter Parker trying to fill Tony Stark's shoes in the world. So read into that what you will. So if they were to bring in Miles uh, Morales, there might be a different 
place for Peter Parker to go. I think if they're trying to replace Tony Stark, I would read Richards into that what I will. Possibly. I'm giving you a look right now. (laughs) That's a possibility. But there are spots in there where you're like, maybe Peter Parker could step into that role. You know, comic book wise, I can see there. I mean, that's how you got the Iron Spider stuff is kind of uh, Tony accepting Peter as kind of a protege. But that's like a a late uh, mid to late 20s Peter that they're talking about there. Well, I mean, they're definitely setting up. Peter's not even out of high school, which is great. I'm I'm happy for a Peter Parker that we let be a high school kid for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's still got the innocence. He's still he still Tom wants to hang out with really his friends. Good at that. Oh yeah, they all are. They're all in their mid twenties. Yeah, Zendaya's in her twenties. I don't know how old she is, but she's in her twenties. And you buy them as like high school students. They they're awkward and a little bit sarcastic because they don't know. They're not comfortable with their feelings yet, so th- they deflect. That kind of stuff in the movie that mm-hmm. anytime they feel like, uh, you know, the other person might know that, oh, they, I think they know I like them. Then they got to, you know, be sarcastic or push good, them away. Good a times bit, with so. Flash Thompson in this. Uh, he's not in it very much, yeah. but he, he is funny when he's in it. Okay. He's got, he's like a Instagram influencer. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's that's basically what he does. Uh, not, no, I mean, I like I like that they're kind of taking their time with the Peter Parker. We don't we don't have to rush to Venom. We don't have to rush to Venom. No. No. Definitely not. It's it's the thing that they know will get. Hey, there, I guess there's something that there's something that's not in the Disney. Yep, exactly. Is that Venom? And that's make more of that. Fine. Oh, I am leave fake. Venom with Sony. Look, man. I <laughs> Venom is Venom hasn't ever really landed with me. I think I. Like, I think I the, wasn't the, one of those people that in the nineties like, man, it's like Spider Man, but he's badass. And then they got one that's even worse than that. The initial Secret Wars black suit Spider Man was really cool when I was a kid, but I never got into the Venom character. The, I think that would be interesting if they went that route and went the black suit before they got to Venom, because Lord knows Disney is in this for the long run. He does wear a black suit. In yeah, this. he wears it's a, not a the black suit. suit. But but the stealth suit is it's given him to it's given to him by Shield. The stealth not, suit is something that's anything. established uh, other places too. Right. That's what that's what the uh, Night Monkey is. What? <laughs> He's wearing a he's wearing a suit. This is not a spoiler. He doesn't want his friends to know that Spider Man's there, so he just gets this suit. Uh, oh, so from, he's not he okay. from Shield, so that he to can throw fight them the bag. off the scent. I, yeah, to throw them off the scent. And one of the kids goes, "Is that Spider Man?" And Ned Ned goes, "No, that's a that's a European ripoff. His name's the Night Monkey." <laughs> that's funny. So it's a, they just keep calling it back to the movie. Why is the Ned character re- refreshing? You'll like you'll like him in this movie. What a fun what a fun <laughs> character. He he gets a lot more to do in this movie. That is great. He's not just the guy in the chair. Nope. Nope. He's he's doing a lot of stuff. He they has make, a relationship in this movie. Again, they make they make me nervous because Disney Disney owns so much, but they're doing a pretty good job with most Yeah, it's of not it. like they're crapping. You know? They're doing a good job. You know, it's Disney Plus, they're gonna finally go, all right. Everybody get their Disney chips so we know where you are and that you're watching one Disney Plus show a day. Get your Disney chips. Yeah. <laughs> We're making all of our live action movies for minor characters and all of our stuff. Yeah, they are here's making our live pretty act- much everything. There's here's rumors our live of a Hercules act- now. Yeah, here's our live action film from The Great Mass Detective. But we're it's only about the background of the Watson Mouse. A Great Mouse <clears throat> Detective might be a good one. 
Thanks to, I mean, I think they should redo the that. ones that were just okay. No, they got to get through. They got to get through cauldron. those. They got to get through through those Disney Renaissance ones before they can do that. Yeah, they got to get through all the '90s ones, and then they'll. Uh, I guess they haven't really plumbed all of the debts of the classics. The no, there's still some they haven't. Done. Are they doing Bambi? Is Bambi been established that they're doing? Because they got to eventually do that, right? I don't. I hope not. Um, movies Bambi that make, was depressing. To movies me. that make us did that Disney episode, and they brought. I didn't even know they're doing a, a Cruella like backstory movie. Oh really? I know they're casting the Little Mermaid. They want Melissa McCarthy to play Ursula. Get Nicole Byer. I don't know. Can she sing? I don't. I don't even know if either. Does it matter if they can sing or not? Can she act? I've never seen her act in anything either. I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah. Like nothing. Nothing. I don't. I don't dislike Melissa McCarthy, but like, let let more than one person have the heavy woman funny role. <laughs> there, there's most plenty of the roles of, that she plays does not call for a heavy woman. She's just a. She's a. Well, okay. She's not, not the heavy petite. woman. Not the heavy woman. She plays the dumpus role. Yeah, that's true. Comedies need a. Comedies need a dumpus and. Let there are plenty of dumpuses out there. Let some more dumpuses. We need some more male dumpuses. We got plenty. See, that's the thing is, male dumpuses can get the lead role. That's true. And then they get to hook up with Charlize Theron. That's where my mind was at, too, man. (laughs) They'll make a whole movie that that's the premise is hey, guess what? The guy who should be the second banana, he can get the one. I want to live in a world where a fat, dumb guy gets Charlize Theron. (laughs) No, that. That that, but that happens. I that, guess so. That can kind of happen. You know, the guys have it better in that if you if you can accumulate some decent. Look, man, as a stand-up comedian, you understand the dumpuses can get the good-looking women. Yeah, I guess a little. It's confidence, I guess. Fake <clears throat> confidence. I don't know. So, the, but the only thing I'm saying about that is Melissa McCarthy seems like the shoe in because she's the popular, you know. She's also a name. Yeah. I mean, um, that helps. You know. That helps sell a movie. Hey, look, man. They're going to make a live-action Little Mermaid. I mean, hey, they were... You know, you got some people that you weren't necessarily familiar with for Aladdin to keep to make sure that the new Aladdin was appropriate. The only thing I would have changed about Aladdin is I would have had Gilbert Gottfried, Gottfried as uh, Iago. That's the well, only thing I would have changed. Everything else I was fine with. That, when they get realistic, I think it takes some of the personality out of it. And making Iago not an actual character takes a lot of personality out of right. it. Right. It's just a parrot, which was a little sad. You know, and I want to I wanna give uh, Lion King its day in court, but uh, it's hard for me to not feel like a lot of the personality is getting sucked out of it. I don't know. They did a great job with Jungle Book, and Favreau's the one that did that. So I think he can do it. There's just no human characters. But the human character that was in that was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's not like it's not like they had Denzel Washington in it, you know, or Meryl Streep. Uh, Denzel Washington is Mowgli. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> no, I just I wish you had more time. Maybe it's the uh maybe it's the distance in time between Jungle Book and that that live action remake, and maybe it's just that all the personality of Lion King is so fresh in my head. Could be. You know, it, it does seem like it was only 15 years ago. I'm going to try and keep that, that window open. Try and be... 
nicer to life. Quote unquote. Quote, I'm going to open my third eye. The third eye. And try to be nicer to oh, quote, by the unquote, way, live action. Uh, the, the characters in The Dark Crystal, I've been watching it. I didn't finish it. Uh, that we couldn't remember. They're called the Mystics. Oh, yeah? The Mist. Not you've the been watching. You've been watching old school uh, Dark Yeah, I've got to get As though you can watch the series, but. <laughs> right. Well, I've got to get it watched so because I'm doing that panel at the Wizarding Days. So. Did you find that, uh, that behind the scenes thing that I was telling you no, about? No, but when I finish the movie, I'm going to go back okay. and watch that. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. So, any, any early impressions on this fresh movie, The Dark Crystal? Uh, I mean, it's about what I remembered it being. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's it's janky as hell, but it's kind of amazing that that movie got made. I forgot how cool those, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but the giant beetles. I forgot how cool they those are, were. They're kind of scary. They, yeah, when I was a kid, they were scary. Yeah. And the Skeksis, when they rip all of Chamberlain's clothes off, I was like, <laughs> there's not much there. They're mostly clothes. <laughs> they're not that scary. It's, it's just terrifying watching something being stripped like that as a kid. Yeah. Mm. He's annoying. And he and, and as he's having his clothes taken off, he is terrified. Yeah. Ah! Ah! It's it's all right. I'm about halfway through it. I'm very I'm I'm never not going to be charmed by the Dark Crystal. Just yeah, it's fun. It's it's crazy weird. It's out of le- it, you know it's Jim Henson doing this really kind of dark thing. There are people in weird you know there are people that are wearing masks doing weird stuff. I I submitted a. A panel to Fanex. I think I called I, it. I submitted a script to no Jim Henson's no, family. No. I think it's called Honoring Jim Henson is what I submitted. Yeah. I also did one for the Muppet movie. It's the f- whatever anniversary fortieth. Is it the fortieth anniversary? Couldn't tell you. Maybe it's not. So, sounds right. Actually, sounds right. Did that come out in seventy eight hey, or seventy nine? Guess what I have, Travis. What? I have. I thought it came out in seventy seven, but that was Star Wars. Yeah. But I submitted a couple panels talking about Jim Hans and stuff. 1979 was the Muppet 79, movie. okay. So it's been 40 years. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that was my first obsession. The Muppets. Seems my parents said I called Fozzie and Kermit Ahi and Aho. Ahi and Aho. That's what I called them. That's adorable. I don't know who was who. Who was your favorite Muppet? Oh, we, we already did this, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Rolf Fozzie. the dog. There. I like Fozzie, but there was always something about Rolf the dog. He's the working class hero. Yeah, and he's kind of sarcastic. I kind of liked, I just kind of liked the the he's, symmetrical roundness of his face and the way his ears would flop around. There's just when something. Sing. There's something about the. It, I honestly feel like he's there. He's kind of the working class. He's like the jazz of the Autobots, but of the yeah, Muppets. Yeah. There's something about the working class hero ness of jazz. He's like the Hawkeye of the Muppets. He is the Hawkeye of the Muppets. <laughs> It was weird. It was weird though in the later Muppet movies where he got that weird sleeve tattoo and the funny haircut. <laughs> and and Miss Pig was like, "I don't Kermy, I don't even know if I want to find him." <laughs> that was a excellent Miss Piggy. Hi-ya! That's my Oh yeah, that's Piggy. right. She knew karate, didn't yep. she? She did karate. Ah, boy. Now now <laughs> I have this want like maybe do I want to go back and watch a bunch of Muppet movies? Is Muppets Take Manhattan as bad as people said it was at the time? It's not good, but there's stuff in it that's why kind is, of fun. Why is Muppets Take Manhattan so bad? I think... I don't know. I, have, I haven't watched it since the 80s, probably. So I don't know. I know that Muppets the Muppet Take Babies Manhattan... Muppet Babies is in it. That's, 
that's what I thought it was amazing when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, I always liked the wedding at the end where you see the Sesame Street characters. Yeah. Joining in with the Muppets. I always I thought that. that was really cool. And then. Which is I, the one with the gigantic animal? The gigantic. That's the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the Muppet movie. That's when they're fighting Doc Hopper. Okay. Yes, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Th- those are two movies I, honest God, have not seen since the 80s. Easy. Anyway, I'm watching The Dark Crystal so I can get ready for my panel at, at Wizarding Day. So that's. that's hey, speaking of which, there. Wizarding Days are coming up, right? Yeah, July 19th and 20th. You got several in panels. In Logan, Utah. Several panels. I'm also. I just found out I'm hosting a screening of Dwight in Shining Armor. What in the hell is Dwight in Shining Armor? It's a BYU TV series of a kid that gets sent back into time and. Uh, fights with a princess and a wizard to defeat the bad guys. I, I haven't watched see? it yet. I'm going to be watching it this week. So I, but I'll be hosting the screening of that. So well, I hope that's fun. Should be okay. Yeah, should be fun. Well, anybody who's within earshot, please check out those wizards. and especially Logan, get in there with. If that. you live in Wellsville, that's pretty close to Logan. <laughs> I know one person who lives in Wellsville <laughs> that might hear this. Who's definitely it not was racist. just his birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Craig. Yeah, happy birthday, Craig. <laughs> he didn't he was not entirely excited that people knew about that. Oh really? Yeah. He didn't know that Facebook would tell people it was his birthday? There is someone I just saw that it was his birthday today. I didn't even see it yesterday. Yeah. I feel bad. There's someone that I know who set their birthday to the wrong day so that no one knows their real birthday, but they still set it that on... Why not just not put it at all? That's the other thing is Craig was telling me one of his son in laws. When it gets close to his birthday, they set their birthday to a different day, let it pass, and then set it back to their real birthday. My brother just shuts off his uh, Facebook account. I don't get why people. I I don't get why people care if they people know when their birthday is. I don't know. My brother's weird about it. A bunch like his of birthday is in ten, in like two weeks, so he'll shut his Facebook account down, and then a week or so later he'll turn it back on again. A bunch of people who I do and don't talk to very often send me well wishes for my birthday. It makes you feel kind of good, you know? Sometimes it's heartfelt, and if it's people, you know, I know probably several people who just, that's their thing. When someone's birthday, they send them a happy birthday and, you know, whatever. I like telling people happy birthday, but probably once a week I get somebody going, that's it? You're not going to write a joke for me? Yeah. You're just going to say happy birthday? Like, yeah, yeah, that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to write you a joke. Do you think I have have the time to come up with... If I have seven friends a day having birthdays, do you think I can write seven individual funny things for all of them? <laughs> yeah, it's a good, it's a good thing on. I'm a lowly wor- warehouse worker. Nobody ever says like, hey, let me some furniture when I tell them that. But every time you tell someone you're a comedian, like, hey, you're a comedian, huh? Let's right. tell me a joke, huh? Yeah, tell me a joke. A guy told me that when I was in Reno. It was the waiter at the... It was Carson City, actually. It was the waiter at the casino. Oh, wow. Oh, you're the talent for tonight? Tell me a joke. I was like, uh, come watch the show. <laughs> I'll tell a bunch of them then. Yeah, it's, it's not a fun thing to do on the spot. And it's, it's, a, it's another thing in the long line of people not understanding what it's, that it's a job. Right. It, it's a funny thing when I... The reason I don't want to tell you a joke right now is... <laughs> right. I've worked very hard on this thing that is supposed to be contained in that part where I just say it to people who paid to be there. If I tell you a few of these, it's taking away from that. Right. The last, I don't know, five or six <clears throat> years, I've hosted the uh, Wise Guys shows at the Arts Festival. And it never fails. Somebody comes up to me, at least one person a show, 
and they start like auditioning to me. <laughs> that yeah. Like, hey, maybe you can get me on some of these shows. I'm like, ah, if you want to get on a show, start going to open mic and put in two or three years of work, and then maybe you can start getting on shows. But people will tell me, like, street jokes. You know, like, so-and-so walked into a bar, and blah, 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 or so-and-so died and went to heaven, and blah, 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 blah. It's like jokes that, you you know, your uncles would tell you when you were a kid, that kind of it's stuff. It's harder to do than you think. Yeah, yeah. To, cut, to write your own material come with it you know get it get it perfected as much as you can possibly get it and then go up and try to remember it and deliver it yeah so it doesn't seem super it's again memorized. i mean it, it's hard i i wonder if mo if a lot of people don't ever grow out of that you know i i think i told you about when i was a kid i honestly thought stand-up comedians just went up and started talking i did too the concept of written material i didn't even i i couldn't even believe that existed yeah. I thought that they just went up every night and just started talking about what they thought was funny for me. And day. they were just brilliant. Yeah. yeah. But really, they, they've probably been perfecting that joke I mean, for two or three years. I mean, they're still brilliant. It's just in a way that right. like, it's, it's really hard to write an act. Trust me, I know. Yeah. yeah. I hey, really know. Travis, let me tell you, it's hard to write an act. <laughs> I thought of that myself. You should think about it. <laughs> I think I will. I'm going to go home and put some real thought into that. Put it up in the old noodle. Cook that noodle a little bit. I love when people go, and it's it's usually people that have, like whenever there's a, a free show, they go to every free show, and then they'll say, oh, I've seen you do those jokes before. Well, yeah, that's because every time there's a free show, you come and watch the show. So you're probably going to see the same jokes. Is or it, you could see somebody you've never seen before, and they're terrible because they're new. Is it what fair? What would you rather see? Somebody, is it fair to ask at all how you feel about the free show stuff, or is that... Uh, I Is that mean, a little hinky? No, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I get the emails about free free shows all the time, and I was like, you know, if, it, I, if I'm going to go see somebody, I feel like I should put in on it. I mean, it's nice when it's a paying crowd, but the free shows, here's the thing. It's a business. You got to get people in there. You got to yeah. get people buying food and drinks. And if that's what it takes on some shows, then so be it. And for the most part, they're fine. They're fine crowds. And is it, from your standpoint, is it just generally the more people there, the better it's going to be for you, whether they're paying or not? Yeah, exactly. The only thing that bothers me about them, and this is just because I do a lot of shows, is I if I see familiar faces, I am thinking, oh, crap, I should have uh, mixed something new in there, but I feel like that joke's not ready. And that's the thing. Like I am constantly writing new jokes, but if I'm not confident that it's going to do well i'm not going to do it on stage you know i thought you were going to say there's i think there's a little bit of a i've heard a few comedians talk about that the free show crowds feel surprisingly more entitled than people who've paid sometimes but that's not all the time it's yeah. okay i mean people are people though there's why, no those why are, should it be travis that we all get along so awfully or is it awkwardly i never did know that anyway I I'm, I'm perfectly fine with them yeah. you got to get people in there to buy stuff I just get self-conscious when, when I know somebody's heard a joke before, if that makes sense. Okay. And sometimes I'll add stuff to it. But the thing is about jokes is sometimes you do them for a while before you get them exactly right. Well, I mean... And I don't want to go up, whether somebody paid 40 bucks to get into a show or whether they got in for free, I want them to have a good show. I want to put on the best possible set that I can do every time. And sometimes I work in a little bit of new stuff, but... 
I want it to be a good set. And if it's something that I'm just still kind of tinkering with and it might bomb, I really don't want to do it on that kind of show. You know what I mean? That's perfectly reasonable. That's right. Anyway, we should probably start wrapping this puppy up. Oh, shall we? Yeah. We're at uh, hour 45. Are we that far? Oh, my God. Yeah. (sighs) We had 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 a pizza party before before this. Party. I think the pizza's starting to. Pizza I'm, I'm like slumping down in a chair. Come on, party. You're going to have a oh, rough ride home. You're going to have an extra friend, and that friend is pizza farts. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say goodbye to that friend as soon as I get You're gonna home. You'll get a terse note from your wife tomorrow. <laughs> ah, she won't be home for a while. I'll, I'll get it all out of the way. <laughs> She'll never know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the, the Tony Snap blip. Yeah. I got something's gonna get blipped when I get home. Let's put <laughs> the it that door's way. gonna open and she's just gonna hear like lightly from inside, like the dark room just Benny, I am inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> You've been blipped. Oh man. <laughs> I'm writing something's gonna get blipped. Okay. Something's got a blip. Uh Let's do some magic money. Yeah, uh, so some surveillance footage came out recently. I don't know if you saw it. Um, it was really creepy. Uh, I don't even know. I, I, I think I just saw someone retweet it on Twitter. You seen this video of Dobby running around? Yes, I did see that video. It's, it is weird. I feel it's doctored. What do you think? Well, It's either I mean, a doc- doctored or a house elf or an evil spirit or something. Uh, or a really small meth addict. You know, they, they've got to be out there. Statistically, they have to be. There are people that believe that this is really like a house elf. Meth is not a tall man's game, right? The people... No. No, not necessarily. Everybody, it's an equal Meth you know, is opportunity yeah. life destroyer. But the funny thing, people that would believe that this is a real video are the same people that would believe that the moon landing was fake. Or, or that... Uh, Bigfoot is real. Travis, I'd ask you to respect my feelings about the fake moon landing. <laughs> Are you a fake moon landing guy? I uh, you know what? <laughs> I I strongly oh, believe I strongly believe <laughs> in my heart that uh <laughs> I'm trying to think of a shitty director from that era. Because it was it's is it Coppola that they think did No, it? it was uh what's his name from The Shining? Uh What's his name? It's not Scorsese. It's not Scorsese. Sure, it's not Coppola. It's not Coppola. Kubrick. Uh, Kubrick. Kubrick. Yeah, Stanley. I was trying to think of like who's a garbage director from that era, but I couldn't come up with. It's Kubrick that they think uh, directed the moon landing. Yeah. No, the moon landing's real. I. I Okay. Good. (laughs) If I really thought that it was fake, I I hope I'd be deft enough to not like air that. I guess I don't know. Uh, That's the thing is I. I think if I knew that the, if I thought the moon landing was fake, I'd be ashamed enough of myself not to bring it up here. But then I guess if I thought the moon landing was fake, I would probably think I was awesome. Why would they it. fake that? That's the thing. What what would it benefit? Why why would the Earth? Be so flat? the gov- the government is covering up that the Earth is flat. That's what people think. They're covering up that we didn't go to the moon. They're covering up that aliens have been here. I think that the they're I, covering up things that don't match. I. Th- I, I could be wrong. Look, hey, I guess I'd have to look into it further than that than just going like, hey, y'all crackpots. <laughs> but I, I was under the impression that people who think that the moon landing was fake believe that we have been to the moon. Just that time was fake. Oh, uh, okay. To be first. I guess. Whatever. <laughs> hey, look, I, 
I've seen some reactions from some of the people who were on that moon landing who do not yeah, care. No for, kidding. Who do not care for people who have opinions <laughs> about it being fake. I think it was real for what it's worth. Anyway, I'm, Dobby I'm video. Sure, it was real. The Dobby video. Uh, I, w- I wanted to see if we could speak with Dobby and get the the straight poop yeah. on this, as it were. The straight poop. Yeah. Now we're gonna blip again. Yeah. All I was right. just gonna look at. I, I, well, let's not, Travis. Let's not get into that brief past. I was right. gonna look up the the reasons behind the phrase the straight poop, but the straight poop. Let's be- let's believe in that it is actual about actually about dropping them them hot snakes. Just make it simple. That's what it probably means. Just simple. Just plop. Done. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I, I've been working on this bit. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Travis, I think we need to get Magic Mike. I you don't know, know. I am not going to allow you to do this. One, one last thing. <laughs> you know in the commercials when women put on too much lipstick and they, they put the, the tissue between their lips and they bite down they, and give um, a little kiss? Yeah. Um, the bit I want to do is like, did you know you can do that when you're wiping too? You know, just, <laughs> Put the paper back there and just give it a little kiss. <laughs> I want to see the <laughs> get some Maybelline Maybelline cheek dabbers. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe he's born with it. <laughs> It'll be a hemorrhoid cream commercial. Trav, now, Trav, now I'm thinking of a large like mascara brush. <laughs> this is gone, Travis. This has gone places. It, it definitely get has fake butt lashes. <laughs> All right, Travis, we're gonna we're gonna go Travis, find Dobby. We're on to the new trend for men. Yeah, butt Why lashes. Not? You know, thicker you and darker. Ma- you got to make up a manly name. They're not butt lashes. They're like ass claws, crotch sweepers. I don't know. Something. There's 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 definitely something. There's some potential. There. Travis, All we've right. got a million dollar idea here, and we need to stop talking about it before All it's right. stolen. That's true. All right, let's let's bring Dobby. In oh boy, are you ready for Dobby? Travis, I don't know if I'm ever really ready for anything on Magic Mike, but I, I'm as prepared as I can possibly. We are closing in on our longest episode ever. We're <laughs> an hour fifty three. Travis, so I tried to stop you from that here. bit bit. I know, I know. I just we had to. We could have trimmed some of the fat. I had to do it. All right. Strawberry shortcake. Hello. Hi. Hello, this is Dobby. Hi, Dobby. To whom am I speaking to? Dobby, I'm Jake. Hello, Jake. Did are you, you friends email? of Harry Potter? Uh, Harry Potter is Dobby's friend. Tolerator of Harry Potter? I don't. I don't want to have anything. Are you speaking ill of the great Harry Potter? Uh, no. I no. Have magical powers, you no. know. Hey, come on, man. Don't make me pull out my wand. It's a bit of that, that's a bit of bullying, I believe. Not bullying. Defending. Did Harry you ever have Potter. a wand? I didn't think. You, I thought you could only do the snappy paps, the blips. I have a wand, of course. Huh. I guess I didn't get that far into the series. Maybe you should pay better attention. I was paying as much attention as I was going to. Is it because I wear revealing clothing? Dobby. Dobby. Yes? You're in another body right now. Stop. Stop. Stop Stop unbuttoning that shirt. Should I not cross my legs with my potato sack on? Oh, Dobby. Crisscross applesauce. Oh, it's basic instinct. <laughs> oh no, Dobby Beaver. <laughs> Dobby, Dobby, why do you have seventies bush? <laughs> Dobby, Dobby, no come on, man. No one ever gave Dobby an hair trimmer. <laughs> Dobby, please, man. This basic has gone hygiene. poorly so far. 
Dobby, you've got to clean that up. Okay, why is Dobby here? <laughs> Dobby. Oh, Dobby. I, it, I feel like it was years ago that I asked you here. Um, <clears throat> so some footage has surfaced of you uh, running away from someone on like a security camera. Well, yes. That... Why were you running away? What was going on? You seem like a friendly sort. It was a... Here's the deal. Have you ever seen the movie The Hangover? Yeah, yeah. Dobby, was, were you on a bender? Basically, yes. Dobby. Dobby is Harry Potter's friend, and Harry Potter is a young man who has parties. You're saying that Harry Dobby, Potter rips? He does. He yes. Hit a little too much of the butterbeer? Oh, boy. Yes. Blown fat cotton. No, some of the stuff from the Lord of the Rings. The good stuff. There's a Weasley Dob- wizard wheezes. That's right. They Dobby sell. was there. Do the... Do the Weasleys vape? They don't vape. They smoke from a pipe. You know what? They have class. Look, man, I know They're I didn't go that deep trash. on Harry Potter, but the Weasley, the twins, the the just All right, twins, the twins vape. I'll bet they vape. The twins do vape. Okay, you've got me there. The twins. They don't count. The Ron short seems of the more story, like, a, like an edibles guy. Of course. Or he seems also like the guy that the paranoia really runs fat hard on. Oh, very much so. Yeah. He keeps thinking Hermione killed his rat. Did she? No. Have you not seen the movies? I, I don't watch them very much. And I didn't. <sighs> his them. rat is Peter Pettigrew, who is not a friend of Dobby. Oh, okay. Or Harry Potter. Okay. Okay, I guess. Anyway, Dobby got hotboxed. That's why I was running around in that video. Dobby was just off his ass? Yeah, I was a little bit high. Okay. I'm not proud of it. Hey, look, man, I'm not shaming anybody. I'm not anybody. supposed to hey, be seen look, by man, muggles. Uh, late to the party with Travis Tate is why very... Does a, why does very, a wizard like, have a ring friendly. doorbell? We're not 420 friendly, but please legalize it. Okay. Dobby, could you legalize it, please? Dobby just has to Could snap his fingers. Could you talk to Orrin Hatch about this? Yes, I know Orrin Hatch. Orrin is Hatch is not a senator I know, anymore. Even I know. Dobby knows could you that. Talk, could you talk to young Orrin Hatch then? I could go back in time, of no, course. No, I mean, isn't Mitt Romney just young Orrin Hatch? I think... Why, is, why are you asking Dobby about Utah politics? Dobby? I'm a house elf. Well, you knew that Orrin Hatch wasn't a senator anymore, Dobby. That's because Orrin Hatch is orange. Oh. Okay. Okay. Rescinded. I know all about orange So, people. you know, this, this whole thing, look, you, were you really there? Because it feels like a bit of a conspiracy. No, it was a Patronus. It wasn't really Dobby. So I wanted to ask you, Dobby, how do you feel about conspiracy in general? I am How do you feel about the movie Conspiracy Theory? Obviously, conspiracies happen. Obviously. Well, anytime people conspire with a plan, that's a conspiracy. Let me just throw a few at you quick fire. Hollow Earth. True. Flat Earth. Not true. It's round. I've been all around it. Moon landing. If if the Earth was flat, it couldn't also be hollow. Interesting point. I don't know, man. Like you Unless make it's a, a wafer. I mean, you know, even a flat Earth is still going to be relatively thick. Mm. Like an or like a double stuff Oreo is flat but thick. Fair enough. And as you may have heard on this show. We don't just talk about the length, we talk about that girth. The girth. Moon landing is real. Dobby has been there, too. Who shot Kennedy? It was the government. Okay, well. Actually, it was uh, number five. Johnny Five? No, number five oh. from the... Oh, okay. From the Umbrella Academy. Oh, you've read Umbrella Academy. 
Dobby loves the Umbrella Academy. You like the show? Indeed. You ever, ever want to see? I mean, it's a wacky universe. Maybe you could make a cameo. Dobby would love that. Who do? Who Can you said that? Wait, up? wait, 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 wait. Look, man, though, Dob. I could play Is a it, chimp. Okay. Um, Dob, I don't think the chimp's coming back. They go back in time in the next one. No, they go forward in time. I thought they went back. Yeah, it was the they, they showed up in the apocalypse. They're going to the go end back end. in time. They became children again. They're going to go back in time. You like Huey Lewis in the news, Doc? Dolby loves Huey Lewis in yeah, the news. Yeah, what's your favorite Huey Lewis in the news song? I want a new drug. Yeah. When well, the world try to bite. Dob, you are. You know what? Your weed smoking is starting I would to make a also little like, bit more It's sense. a power of love. No, nah, it's not. I mean, hey... Uh, that's one of those songs that, uh, you know, it, it just ceased to be music for me for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Hey, look, don't look down on me. Dobby, you know what? What? I cast you back to the Harry Potter zone. I stole one of your socks. Dobby is a free oh, elf. Gosh, damn it. I'm back. Travis. Yeah? I got one mat- non-matching pair of socks now. Ooh, what happened? Dobby took a sock? He Did took you give it. it to him? No. You must have given it to him. He can't no. just take stuff. I didn't get, why would I give him a sock? Man? Did I give him the sock? Look, technically speaking... Uh, Did my body name? take the sock and hand it to him? You swallowed it. Then we gave him a sock. He's free now. Ah, He's a free I, elf. I mean, he... Re- What's his name? Uh, Dobby? Who was the guy who owned Dobby? Uh, Lucius Malfoy. He didn't really give him a sock. He just happened to fling one at him. He, well, he handed him a book, and there was a sock inside the book. Harry Potter's sock, actually. And that's how he became a free elf. That was flimsy. But also, and then Dobby died. <laughs> sad. Also, uh, house elves were slaves. so They were. Yeah. That's the, sad, too. The laws governing house elves were hinky. They were definitely outdated. I mean, Lucius Malfoy must have been throwing him... The way he treated him, he was throwing stuff at him all the time. Oh, yeah. He was probably throwing Dobby at stuff, actually. So how do you, how do you differentiate between he's throwing something at me because he's being a jerk versus he has given me my you know, house elf freedom? I guess that's the trick. You can't throw clothes at him. Hmm. You can just throw dishes and you know, candelabras and stuff. Also, by the way, Travis... Dobby, full bush. Full bush. Full wow. bush. Oh, potato sack. You know, yeah, although I don't know that Dobby's that way. He just crossed it. Wait, Travis, you're full bush. Dobby was not in how his did, body. How would you know? I. It was, He gave me the Sharon Stone. Did they change my clothes? I wasn't wearing my clothes. He gave me the Sharon Stone. Oh, the Sharon. Ooh, well, okay. <laughs> well, you know, Dobby's a character. Magic Mike went places. Yet again. Yet again. Yet again. All right, we're at two hours. So other places you might want to go, <laughs> later to the tater at gmail.com is our email. Uh, that's, that's where you can be friends with us. Yeah. F- uh, follow me on at Travis Tate Funny on Instagram and Facebook and uh, Twitter and all that stuff. You got any uh, dates and deets coming up? Uh, this weekend I'm opening for Tim Dillon and I'm working on... Dates to go back to Southern California, possibly oh. in September. So, the, uh, working that out if I can get it scheduled. Good so. luck with that. Yeah. Uh, if you're enjoying, if you're enjoying Travis's full bush, please uh, like our show, subscribe, give us a rating. Please write a bush. review. Write a review about that Travis Bush. <laughs>
I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm the tired, carpet man. matches the, the drapes, I guess. The carpet matches the shag carpet. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I've run out of steam. Uh, Blue Wave Theory. If you Theory, think the carpet's disturbing, you should see the basement. Blue Wave Theory has written some very nice music that, that the, we, use we use in the show. Yeah. We thank them for that. Uh, come to Wizarding Days, July 19th and 20th, and also Fan X, which is September 5th through the 7th. At, at Wizarding Days, please don't talk about what we said here. Yeah, don't bring up Dobby's Bush. It's probably it's a not. bad It's probably a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not like the choice you made tonight about it. Although, if you're going to the Harry Potter Mad Libs panel, you might... You might throw that in there. Oh, is it possible there's going to be some adult situations in that? I, I don't know. I mean, I got pulled from that one so I could do Dwight in Shining Armor. So Ooh. so at least that's not going to happen, right? <laughs> All right. Well, for people who take care of their nether regions everywhere, you've been listening to They're Late to the... Called Bushwhackers. <laughs> you've been listening to the Bushwhackers. Luke and Butch. Hey. Late to the party with Luke and Butch. I'm Jake. <laughs> and I'm Travis Tate, and better Tate than never. Oi. <laughs> Oi.